Uh, Mason, uh, do you mind if I step out for the rest of the show? And I have to take care of the child. Yeah, no, I, that, and also like bring in another guest because I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be here for the rest of this. Okay, sure. Do you mind? Well, what I can do is I can get the guest to take care of the child. So. Okay, good. So nice. you just do this by yourself. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to be here, just to be clear. Okay, cool. Yeah, so no, I don't have to look after a child, and I don't have to be here. That's to right. Do this fucking show with you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> good. Still counts as an episode, though, for me. I'm just no, saying. No, it doesn't. It does not. Absolutely not. No. Welcome once again to another episode of The Weekly Planet, the official podcast of comicbookmovie.com where we talk about movies and TV shows and comic books and sometimes murderous extra-dimensional clowns. This week I am your host, Nick Mason, uh, regular host of James Mr. Sunday Movies. He's in Hollywood. He's Hollywooding about. He's gallivanting about. He's um, pointing at signs and he's being on movie fights and he's getting into real fights with those cosplayers out Hollywood Boulevard, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, listen, I can't do this alone because I'm technically very incompetent, so <laughs> we're going we're gonna to talk about the movie It, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big old Friday cat, so I figured I'd, em- I'd employ my two bravest mates. Mm-hmm. They, are, they are stand-up comedians. They are writers for the television. They are podcasters. They have their own great podcast, Two in the Think Tank, and the bravest thing of all, they're both dads. So yes. the bravest job... In the, the world. Real, the real heroes. Yeah. In, in a way. So may mm. I introduce Andy Matthews and Alistair Tremblay Virtual? Uh, you may. Uh, I'm Andy. And I am <laughs> Alistair George William Tremblay Virtual. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Thank you, Nick. You're Mason. very welcome. It's a real bloody pleasure to be here. Let's get it out of the way. Where's the accent from? The accent, I ask you every time. Sure. Uh, it's Canadian with 20 years of Australia in it. Huh. Yeah. So yeah. did you not know that? Did no, you forget I, no that? I had a vague sense. I think yeah. you tell me every time, and then I forget yeah. every time. My mom's French Canadian, my dad's Australian. It's really, it's pretty much one part Canadian to two parts Australian at this stage. But yeah, I mean that is that that Canadian. It's got that those notes that just just linger on the tongue. Mm, yeah. so. those honey notes. Mm, yum yum yeah. yum. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's what you that's what you taste. Andy, yeah. what have you got? Tasmanian. Tasmanian. Mm, good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Delicious. that's that's that kind of that's those those apple perfumes that are kind mm. of coming emitting from your sort of back teeth. Ta- Tasmanian with a with a with a hint of watching David Attenborough documentaries for pretty much ten years straight. <laughs> Is that where the husk comes from That's in your voice? Husk. Yeah, a little bit of husk. Also, I've got a cold. I don't know who don't, could be. Don't we all, Nick? Where do you come from? Uh northern suburbs of Melbourne. Really? Yeah. So you've just kind of you've just kind of basically from from birth to this moment you've traveled about two twenty two hundred meters yeah i've driven from zone two to zone one okay and now yeah. i'm here that's so. great bloody, yeah. how, how far would uh, john snow have gone in that amount of time oh, in, uh, don't get me started of bloody, uh, people are very upset about that yeah i'm not i'm i'm not a game of thrones guy but i do have to talk i do have to watch the entire thing and talk about it on the podcast yeah yeah and i know that people are very upset people have drawn diagrams people do not care they're like but in the previous season he only went this far but no it's, it's- allow me to tell you that the only reason i know about it is from listening to your podcast oh, okay right. listening to you a person who doesn't want to know about it tell me about it good tell wow. me about the other people who are unhappy about it that's wow it's like a copy of a copy of a copy yeah it's the only way i get information Anyway, speaking of information, do we want to talk about the, the latest news? Absolutely. Up to the minute news. Okay, here's, here's uh, the, probably the biggest news for this week. So, uh, Star Wars Episode Nine, the upcoming yet-to-be-filmed Star Wars Episode Nine, mm-hmm. has lost its director. Is the, okay, so this isn't the first Star Wars movie to lose a director, right? No, this right? is the third. Wow. So, there was going to be one a few years ago that was going to be directed by Josh Trank, who, den- who then directed Fantastic Four. 
Wow, the, okay. The, Sounds like the, a good loss. That was a good loss. Yeah. Uh, then uh, the, uh, Lloyd and Miller, Phil Lloyd and I'm going to say Phil Miller, they were going to direct the <laughs> Han Solo solo film. Yes. And they got booted, apparently because there was too much improv on the set. There was it, too much. Are you they, serious? Were, yeah. they, were they apatowing it? I think they were a little bit, yeah. Oh, I, no. They did the, the Jump Street films, and so they're... Right, it was just a lot of goofing, a lot of yeah, but also, hijinks. Yeah, I, I think that what we're seeing recently, like the trend for big Hollywood blockbusters mm. is you get an indie director who yes. can inject a little bit of heart, yeah. and you bring him in and you say, okay... Have the give the let let the actors give some good performances and have a bit of fun, but do not touch the plot, do not touch the action sequences, do mm-hmm. not touch the special mm-hmm. effects, don't touch the character designs, right. don't touch anything. And if you do, you're out. So it's like so, it's like you're staying in an Airbnb. Basically, the Star Wars, yeah. Star Wars universe is uh, is a sharing economy. That's where right. You can come, but there's a lot of sticky notes on things. There's a lot of laminated sheets of paper next to the sink, and you're not allowed. To, if you fuck up, you you are going to get a a bad review. Do those, not touch Jabba's drapes. Yes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> those Big directors trouble. were caught going through their drawers. That's right. So uh, this time around, it's Colin Trevorrow. He did, as with the trend, he did uh, an indie film about five years ago called Safety Not Guaranteed. I don't know if you uh, guys saw that one. Yeah, I did. It was a. It was a. It was basically. It was based on a funny picture from the internet. Yeah. It was. <laughs> You're serious. So there was um. There's this funny picture that circul- has circulated on the internet. It's like a classified ad, and it says. Something along the lines of wanted someone to go back in time with me, uh, must have own weapons, safety not guaranteed. I've only done this once before. Sure. And the premise was there are these media elites up in the big city who like, we're going we're to go to this little town and, and find this crazy character who wrote this article. And then everybody falls in love. You know, it's one of those. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was going to turn into a time travel. It does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Usually with this sort of indie film... It's always left a bit ambiguous. Mm. It's like at the end, somebody opens a door and there's a light, and they go, "Oh my god!" And then the film ends. But with this one, somebody walks into a field and there's a time machine, and they go, "Oh, it's that the, the time it's machine." The time machine. And then they walk into the time machine and they disappear. And they travel through time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This, see, that's how I like my subtext <laughs> written very large and very on large. top of everything that's else. Right. Uh, so anyway, he did that, and then he was given the keys to Jurassic World immediately afterwards. Oh, wow. And then he's been given Star Wars Episode Nine. And he's lost it. Yeah, because he... Well, who's to say why? There's some rumours, but in between Jurassic... He put a time machine in it, didn't (laughs) he? (laughs) Yeah, he might have. I mean, you can't rule it out. There's there's no suggestion of time travel at any point in the Star Wars universe. No, there's some spin-off stuff that may... There's there's some non-canonical spin-off stuff. There's one where Han Solo goes back in time and dies, and then his bones are dug up by um, Indiana Jones. It's non-canonical, but it exists. Are you sure that's non-canonical? Because oh. that sounds like something they <laughs> would definitely sounds include. Sounds plausible, doesn't it? Um, but uh, in between Jurassic World and now, he released a his passion project, which, which was a movie called The Book of Henry, which was a, a movie about a super intelligent kid who dies in the middle of the... like at the end of the first act, and then he leaves his mother like a plan to assassinate somebody. Wow. And it's, Whoa, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's real weird. You've seen it? I haven't. It didn't get a release here. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's come out. There's been some bad uh, juju about it, and now he's out. Wow. So. Do, do you think it's on the basis that they looked at that movie and they were like, you, I mean, look, you just fluked all those other films, obviously. <laughs> this is the real you. The yeah, real probably. you's come out now. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's not like he even fluked that many other movies. He fluked one indie and then fluked Jurassic, Jurassic, Jurassic World. World yeah. And then they're like... <laughs> Put the put dinosaurs in, have some people running around. Do not change anything. 
So yeah, I mean that had a minimum amount of millions of dollars that it was going to make anyway off of the back of being Jurassic, Jurassic something. Yeah, yeah Jurassic exactly, something. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So who are they thinking? Did I see that they're thinking about um, Mr. S- Steven Spielberg for for this? That's as certainly an, an option. Yeah, a, as a director yeah. replacement. But I think that's uh, you know that's always on the table. <laughs> it's is, just is, a beg and plead. Is, so, so is that is that like they're they're like okay, look, director's gone. Please Spielberg, will you do this? Like, is that one of those kind of situations, or is it just that? He's kind of quite available these days, and he'll just do anything. No, I think it's the I think it's the ple- the big okay. pleading. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so yeah, apparently Trevorrow was unbearable on set. That's another of the the, the rumors, the the scuttlebutt mm. is that too too many opinions. And you, again, you can't do that. You can't just be like, "Hey guys, why don't we you, we you know let's make look Skyrock a bad guy." You can't just unless that's the plan. Wow. Already, I mean, uh, it would be it would be non canonical. But, uh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, look, but you could you could explain it like maybe he was an asshole as a kid, you know, and then somehow <laughs> he true, had a yeah. turnaround. Yeah. You maybe. know, and that makes him even more likable. The fact that he recognized the awfulness in himself and then became a good guy. That's true. I'd love to see him overcome something. Yeah. You know, mm. instead of what the entire empire and also his own everything. Look. That was not a well-constructed sentence. No. <laughs> no, but let's say, like, like all he had to do, let's say, like, like something that is very difficult to conquer that that doesn't involve the empire is like bullying. Uh, uh, that's that's workplace difficult. Bullying. Workplace, workplace bullying. <laughs> yeah, that's the real demon. That's a good one. But what mm. about a bowl of Doritos on a table? Right? It's there. I'm you, listening. Yeah, you yes. don't. You're like, you know, I know I shouldn't eat this whole bowl of Doritos sure. on a table. Right. If uh, if Luke Skywalker, if you could see him do that, you go, that guy has, he might be the gifted one. He might be the one that they foretold, <laughs> they foretold about. Uh, and, and, and yeah. They left, yeah. His dr- they left his drink on the table and he didn't take a single sip until his mains arrived. <laughs> see, that's, that's, <laughs> he's got the power. That, that's great, right? You know, also, it's, it's nice and localized because I think the sco- it'd be interesting to just see a smaller scope Star Wars movie. That's what I think after have been all wanting. this, yeah. you know. But it, you know, it just all takes place in the one room. It's just him there with his demons. We'll get Link later involved. Link later could direct. This yeah. is exactly the kind of thing that he would do. At and least he's an indie guy. Is he? Is he? He's is pretty he? indie. <laughs> he made that movie Tape, right? Yeah. Where they were sitting in one room and they just spoke for a bit. Sounds really good. Yeah, it was really good. There was no Doritos though, so we don't know whether he could, he's capable of doing that. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What I've decided to do is leave in a lot of awkward pauses because yeah. James, see, for for those uh, listening at home, which I assume is everybody, uh, I have outsourced the competence of this episode to Andy and Al. We were in stupid old studios because I am technically very not proficient. So, and, and we're so what ha- I'm going to do is I'm going to leave in a lot of awkward pauses, and then James, Mr. Sunday Movies, is going to have to edit them out. And I am absolutely happy to t- pick up that ball and fumble with it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bless you. Hey, here's another bit of news. Jared Leto. Opinions on Jared Leto, anyone? I have absolutely no opinions on Jared Leto. I don't know if I've seen anything that he's done. Dallas Buyers Club. Haven't seen it. Suicide Squad. Not seen by me. Uh, <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. Uh, one that I have not encountered with my eyes. Well, you've, you've heard it with your ears? Or yeah. you've touched <laughs> it with your you. skin? We've trapped you on a web of logic, Andy. Um, look, I, I sort of... I, I liked him in Requiem for a Dream, uh-huh. right? Um. But since then, seeing him outside of films, mm-hmm. I, I I feel like he, he looks like a, a being of pure ego. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah and it's... and I heard him talk about his band, and he believed in them so strongly mm-hmm. that 
my only reaction, he's such a high pressure system of, of belief in self, is that I cannot give him any of mine because I have to, I have to keep it away. The ego can only travel outwards from him. There's, there's no capability. He is a son Absolutely. of ego. Yeah. Not the son of an ego, but the, like a burning ball of ego. Not the son of ego, the living planet. <laughs> It's a little reference. We're gonna we're gonna That's always good. bring it back. We're always gonna bring it back. I'm yeah. gonna bring it back. No, you're right. And he's also that he's one of those guys you'll see in a photo of like he's at a he's at like a fashion runway mm-hmm. and he's watching the, the the show and then there'll be photos of him the, a week later and he's wearing the he's wearing like the green alligator skin coat oh, no. just on the street. You're just not like, supposed to wear it. You're not supposed. Nobody to, does that. Not, it's not for wearing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. That's that's it's not for like uh, public consumption or whatever it is, mm. you know. It's pet food only kind of thing. Exactly. It's fashion <laughs> fashion runway only mm. is what it says on the label in there. It's actually unhealthy for you if you wear it in public. Oh, you but, know. But you can't feed it to your dog. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Armani puts asbestos in all this in all this case. In the lining. That's right. Yeah. Uh so anyway, uh so you may not know that on Suicide Squad he was uh he was a bit of a handful. He would uh he would like send his co-stars like bullets with their names on them and stuff like that, and like it, it was there like a pig blood situation. Yeah, there was, or? and there was like a they'd he'd send them used anal beads or whatever, and, and which is a logistical. You Andy, you've got a look of a man who's like that's a logistical nightmare. The, and you're the, right. The, the used anal bead uh, situation. Yes. Yeah, I mean that. Uh, I, I I wouldn't know where to start. Mm. <laughs> is, is, is that? A, is, I mean, first, well, hang first on. you have to find out. That That's it's true. used, and that is the worst already. Right, exactly. That yeah. you've had to undergo this kind of like, what's special about this? Now, thing Warner, now Warner Brothers have to have like a Jared Leto forensics laboratory where they have to go through all the weird stuff he's setting around. But uh, so anyway, on Suicide Squad, he was a weird uh, a, cat, a, a, re- a real weird cat because he was he was the Joker, and he apparently wanted to get real method on it. Mm. And apparently now he's uh, they've filmed they've been filming Blade Runner twenty forty nine, the sequel to the original Blade Runner, mm. and his character is. Uh, blind in the movie, so now he's blind on set. So he's he's purchased a special set of contact lenses. I'm assuming they're just they're just white. <laughs> they could just I mean, be cloth. They're just <laughs> cloth. Yeah. That see that's that's that that must be infuriating because like a lot of people when, when there's a disabled character played in a movie, right? Yeah. Like you you. Uh, People people say why can't that be played by an actual disabled, exactly. disabled the, the person, movie, which is a really good argument, right? There's, a, there's a, a movie came out recently, Baby Driver. There's a blind man in that, actual blind actor. Fantastic, yeah. right? But like you would say that one of the only reasons you could argue to not have a blind person playing that role is that it's just a bit more convenient to have someone yeah, who right? can see, mm. so that you can get them to the set without them tripping over a cable or something. But if yeah. you've got a sighted person who just pretends to be blind, you don't even have that. <laughs> no, and in fact, it takes. It, it, it takes more effort because they apparently the, one of the assistants has to be taken out of the rotation to like lead him round by the elbow. That's it. An sets. actual blind person would have the ability to they guide learn. themselves. They'd be independent. They'd have a dog or a stick. Yes. But they maybe they learned echolocation. Exactly. Some, people, some of them do that. Do, you, you guys are men of science. How do, how does that work? Dolphin. You, you've got to you've got to commune with a dolphin. I oh, think, <laughs> you find your spirit animal. Yeah, mind meld with a, a dolphin. Happens to be a dolphin. You're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's a quote. This is from uh, this is from the director. He entered the room and he could not see at all. He was walking with an assistant very slowly. It was like seeing Jesus walking into a temple. Everybody became super silent, and there was a kind of sacred moment. Everyone was in awe. You're coughing with with belief, Andy. There, but I'm not finished. It was so beautiful and powerful. I was moved to tears, and that was just a camera test. Okay. Wait, is that a quote from Jared Leto? No, that's a quote from the director, oh, the guy okay. who's now <laughs> left the film. Oh no, this is it. This is a. Oh, okay. He's right. still this on board. Is a different guy. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because um, that's 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 a great thing to say sarcastically after yeah. you've been fired. Also, every every element of this, you could very easily spin the other way. Everybody became super silent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they did because of how weird and offensive it was. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> This uh, is problematic. I was moved to tears probably for insurance reasons. That's mm. why. This is going to cost me a million dollars if he trips on something. <laughs> Falls down a, one of those weird pyramid buildings. I should have. Like the, the insurance company interviewing you after he really hurts himself. Like, wasn't there anything you could do? Like, tell him not to do that? <laughs> right? Oh, no. No, I'm only the director. I, I'm not allowed. I'm sorry. I can He's get a slightly it. better performance out of him, but I cannot affect any means of the plot at all. Uh, uh, Leto added, he didn't dive as deep down the rabbit hole as maybe I've done before, but I stayed really focused. He was still mailing the anal beads. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's an integral part of that character. But but they weren't used this time. Mm. Is he kind of like, right, is he still mailing stuff to people? Like, you know, like letters that are very poorly handwritten. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. This is a drawing of you, or here's like a a, a sculpture. It seems like that's more of like a sculpture art form is kind of... You know, like those sculptures you can really touch. It's very tactile. It's very is that what you're to, yeah, it's a very tactile thing. So maybe, he, maybe he's sending people like, "This is what your collarbone feels like to me." <laughs> Does anybody know anything about method acting? Because I'm starting to think this isn't actually what it is. I, I, mm. my understanding is that that's not what method acting is. Yeah, right. My yeah. understanding is that method acting is where you you use experiences from your actual life, mm. right? To... Oh, like the time you bought those contact lenses. Right. You know, if, you're, if I'm performing in a scene where I have to buy contact lenses, sure, I might go back and I might recall a time on okay, which good. I brought contact, bought contact lenses and I use the emotions from that to, to, to bring to the scene so that you get a really emotionally mm. real buying contact lenses scene. But, but just being a fuckhead... <laughs> Yeah. To your you co-workers, swear, you can swear on this. It's fine. Yeah, yeah can I? Oh, yes. good. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> In many ways, it's a shame that the uh, the Joker curse isn't real. You know, isn't it though? Yeah, yeah. It's a shame there's a Superman curse and not a Joker curse. Is there a Superman there's curse? A Superman curse. Well, I mean, there's a Superman curse in the sense that there's been so many actors. You know, there, there's been actors playing Superman for 80 years, and some of them have died. Yeah, and so <laughs> yeah. You, you know? might you might say that there's really there's just a man curse. You know, oh, the wow. curse of. Of humanity is that we must all die, and bad things happen to all of us, sometimes seemingly randomly. It's, anyway, it's anyway, this episode is brought to you by yeah. Numpkin. <laughs> we did the ad earlier. I don't know what it's for. Um, let's see. Who loves Marvel movies here, guys? I really love Marvel movies. I enjoy a lot of Marvel movies when I see the movies. I, I like, here, here's, here's... <laughs> but you don't seek them out. Uh, no, I, I, generally, I, I would say I'd probably go, maybe go f- see 50%. Well, there you go. Good strike rate. One okay. form or another. Okay. Yeah. What's been your fave, Andy? Oh, look. Or least fave. Uh, or one you found that was okay. Man, this is, like, this is the lowest stakes question, but I'm so terrified I'll, I'll get it wrong and I'll say a DC film or something. Um, <laughs> the Diary of Anne Frank movie. <laughs> no. Oh! No, that's not out till 2019, you idiot. They haven't bought the rights yet. Um, uh, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the Avengers, the first Avengers. That is a good one. That is yeah. a good one. And I think the Avengers has been on a little bit of a downward spiral since, since then. And I am a very large fan of um, Taika Waititi, so I'm very excited for the new Thor That is exciting, film. yeah. I've been watching all his little tweets and things. Yeah, well, actually, he's a, he's a, 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 I was going to... Uh, do a different piece of Marvel news, but here's some Taika Waititi news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, um, 
Um, hang on. That's uh, not news. No, I'm getting to That's it. That's just noises. James is going to edit this out. He's not because he enjoys me fluffing about. Um, Thor Ragnarok, which is upcoming, uh, obviously is going to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but apparently Taika Waititi is not concerned with making an episode of some larger thing. So he's 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 put his foot down and he's saying this is a standalone. A self-contained. You yeah, a self-contained. Yeah. Have you ever heard of such a thing? It's a, a little poly pocket. It's yeah. a little... Uh, other small thing. I mean, this mm. is the kind of ballsy move that uh, will get a, an indie director booted from a film. <laughs> I know, right? He's yeah. really making a power move here. But from what, what I've seen in the trailers, like it seems to all take place in in space or like on some other realm or something like that. So it kind of it, it feels like it makes sense that you could do something that's more or less that's true. Yeah, independent. Well, apparently there. it's uh, it's it's going to be bouncing all around the place. There's going to be a little bit on Earth. There's going to yeah, be right. a little bit in Asgard. There's going to be a little bit in. Miss 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 from the magical realm of Miss Miss and then an alien planet. Mister Mister Thrum. Yeah, Mister Thrum. Mister McThrum. Yeah, it's going to be Mister McThrum's house. Magical toy box. That's right. So and and so for what purpose would you do this? Like um, make it a standalone so that you can make things happen to Thor that uh, other directors don't have to continue that story of like yeah, like his haircut. Do, like example. so, he yeah, he gets his. He, he said it gets like one of those asymmetrical haircuts. Yeah, right. And then so it's like, look, just so everybody else in the Marvel universe doesn't have to do it. Exactly. You um, can just just add a line that off camera he got some extensions <laughs> later, and it's don't don't worry, just add. You yeah. won't it won't cost you anything extra. Just fine. So, so no, that, that's too much. Okay, that's fine. Mm. We'll just make it a standalone film. Whatever. <laughs> the the next so the next mo- next Thor movie after this will have someone shouting off from off camera. Nice extensions. Yep, exactly. early early on in the film. That's right. Because you got to tie up those loose ends, otherwise people are going to be angry. Well, he said here, um, if this is the only Marvel film you see, he wants to make sure it's a great film and it's a great story in and of itself. The lucky thing is that there are a bunch of geniuses who run Marvel who make sure that even if it's a standalone piece, it's part of a great big jigsaw puzzle that could be appreciated as a whole as well, which seems to me like he's throwing a whole bunch of other people under the bus. <laughs> it really sounds to me like, <laughs> like he's like, I'm going to... Look, Thor's going to lose both of his hands mm. at the end of this, and I'm honestly, if you want to fix it, I don't care. Do I know, whatever I, you, you're going to have to fix it. I, I, I know that I'm the, uh, the the pilot of this aeroplane, but there's a lot of passionate uh, passionate passengers back there who are really keen to get to the destination. So I'm going to take my hands off the wheel, and we'll just see what happens because I know I believe in those guys back there, mm. and uh, Look, yeah, they're going to do this. There's a lot of, yeah, there. there was a lot of like computer engineers that uh, worked really hard on that autopilot thing. So that should take over. Yeah. That should take over. And if it doesn't, well, you know, programmers. I've done my part. Yeah. Anyway, where's that eject lever? Yeah. <laughs> Click. Uh, anyway, uh, back, to, back to what I was going to get to, Andy. I was going to get to, Andy, before you interrupted me. Um, they've released a casting call for Avengers 4, which is not the one we're going to get next. That's three. Oh. My agent hasn't said anything. Well, look, um, apparently there's... I mean, she mostly gets me ads, but... Yeah. <laughs> do you do you want to talk about those? No. no. Okay. <laughs> okay. That, that wasn't a segue into. I want to talk about ads. No, no. I, no. Okay. So um, I'd like to speak about my son for a little bit. No, I'm sorry. Continue. Well, see, I'm glad. Well, I am glad you guys are here because, um, well, we needed the dad. We needed the dad perspective. Demographic. Later on when we when we talk about it, the movie, but also because James, uh, Mister Sunday Movies is a dad, but he also hates all other dads. Yeah. So I'm glad you're here now. No, that's right. Because here, otherwise there would have been there would have been sparks. There'd be, yeah. a, there'd be a dad down. A there'd, dad be off. A dad, there'd be a dad <laughs> off. Yeah, and, and to be honest, it takes two dads to, to make up one Mr. Sunday movie's dad. That's true, yeah. I actually have uh, two kids, so I am actually two dads. He's a double dad. So wow. really we've got three dads in here. <laughs> Plus you. I've got, I got dad I'm to spare. I'm a potential dad. You're a potential dad, which means in a way you have... 
an an infinity amount of in potential kids. Mm. So there's you know, and I feel like the infin infinity amount I, I, of, I, I, I of imaginary kids makes up one kid. I know, I know that there's a lot of sperm in Schroding a man's balls, sperm a but man's I don't balls. think that there's an infinity amount of sperm. I think yeah. it's close like, enough. Even, even, <laughs> even Masons. No. Substantial testicles. Substantial testicles have a bound in the physical universe in terms of the the number of sperms that they contain and I, can produce. I think a lifetime's worth of sperm is close enough to infinity <laughs> sperm. That that mathematicians, if you were to write that down, a quantity yeah. of sperm on the ground, they mm. just they go that equals infinity. See, like Al, glass half full, yes, of sperm. Mm. Andy, half empty. Yeah, yeah. that's that's it. Well, that it's an infinite glass. So. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but uh, there, there are three types of infinity, right? There's there's the countable infinity, which is all the integers. There's the uncountable infinity, which is all the numbers in between all the numbers, oh, right? No. And then there's the, just a really the disgusting one. and inconvenient to count infinity. So which is like where you're like, well, I, I can't be bothered counting all of Mason's possible sperm. I'll just say that it's it's infinity. Anyway, Thanks. I'm glad that we I'm glad that we continued on that topic, and I felt I'd already pushed it too far. <laughs> but Andy got real mathematical with it. That's I mean, we want a conclusion to it. We don't Absolutely, want it, you know. Mm. So I think bless you, Andy. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. Anyway, Avengers forecasting call. <laughs> uh, do you uh, do you appear to be a bald thirty to forty year old black man with a goatee? Because you could potentially get uh, literally. So you have the character descriptions of who they're who they're we looking for. We have some for. of them, yeah. And do you know who those characters correspond to? Or well, can this, you work it out? This is. Uh, because that sounds like a young Nick Fury well, to this me. Well, this is a this is a casting for a, for a double. So this is uh, yeah, it's it's bald, African American between thirty and fifty, chest size of thirty eight to forty. I don't know what I don't know what. <laughs> do you know the chest sizes of everyone in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Here we go. Oh, Chris Hemsworth, like a beautiful barrel. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, the ideal candidate must have must be bald and have a goatee or facial hair that you're willing to cut into a goatee to match the actor. So, uh, I my speculation might be it might be a young Nick Fury. We might have a we might have mm. a flashback. Mm. Whoa, flashback sequence. What do you reckon about that? Uh, look, I would I would love to see that happen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe him at college. You oh know, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah or, uh -huh. or or you know maybe kind of just finish in high school, maybe with he's got he's driving a Cadillac. Or... But wouldn't you rather say, so? So the Marvel movies recently have been doing a lot of de aging. Well, I guess mm. they map out they map out the current actor's face, yes, and then they get a whole bunch of old footage of them from back in the day, and then they sort of map it over, and it's getting it's looking pretty good. We had so weird. we had Kurt Russell in the Last Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy, pretty good. We had a pretty flawless. Uh, Michael Douglas in Ant Man looked mm. pretty good. So, would you like to see like, like a like a young Samuel L. Jackson pasted over current Samuel L. Jackson? I'd like instead? to see it if it just occasionally glitched into like <laughs> doing a few lines from Pulp Fiction. That'd or something be really like good. That. Right? I'd, I think I'd enjoy like, that. Yeah, I think the first movie that he ever did was he played like a like a heroin junkie or a cocaine junkie or a crack yeah. junkie or something like that. And I would love them to go all the way back to maybe like getting yeah. footage from that where he's mm. kind of he's a bit shaky and he's like oh, sure, he's yeah. desperate and you know a desperate Nick Fury Wait, before he kind of had responsibility. <laughs> I think it was pre coming to oh, America. Yeah, right. Okay. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. So this is back when he was just Nick Nick angsty. Yeah. <laughs> Nick. Nick desperate and frustrated. Yeah, Nick not sure what he's doing with his life. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be with you in a moment, guys. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, 
Just continue I'm, spinning, look, guys. You guys, was, you guys are very good. I was gonna say it would be great if maybe like the the sort of the Marvel universe, uh, like the, the the operation that produces it, if instead of like developing this technology to de-age actors on screen, mm-hmm. if they could just find a way to de-age actors, because I think there's there's a lot of money in the in the uh-huh. film industry yeah, like yeah. that, and I feel like they are at the moment possibly our best chance. At just actual uh, eternal life. Well, so what you're saying is, stake. yeah. So what you're saying is, we start de aging some famous people, and eventually the technology trickles down. <laughs> it to will us. trickle down, like trickle down economics, which definitely That's works. That's always worked, right? <laughs> this yeah. Is, this is, I, I I like this idea of like it doesn't normally work this way, where we have some new technology, so we test it on the most famous and <laughs> successful people in the world before anyone else gets. It. I mean, usually they do it like secretly in a gulag somewhere in Russia, but I think that if we can all <laughs> see the very first experiments in de-aging mm. technology taking place on our cinema screens. And I, but I think also <laughs> celebrities would be, like, they would be ripe for it if you, just oh, yeah. tell, if you tell them it's the latest piece of beautifying technology. Absolutely. Yeah, if, you, if you say it's the new bone broth it's wow! Just, it's, it's just stock. I mean, it's just stock. It's, wait, it's the new bone broth. <laughs> wait, right. there's new bones. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think the first person, first person you could actually test it on would probably be Stan Lee. You know, he's the guy you want to kind of keep around. You got to he's got to keep making them cameos. Well, they've filmed they've filmed like the last 20 or in They've events. already made all the cameos. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess they just get and they were like and then I I I like to think that they just they filmed the last one and they're like, "Okay, that's that's we're done on set with Stan Lee." Okay, bye Stan. <laughs> <laughs> bye mate. Oh, we won't need you for a while. That's that's there's actually like a a real deep sadness to that. They just bar. close a very heavy studio door behind him, and it just closes with a clunk. And then he's out in an alley, and then a newspaper blows down the street, and he turns around. And yep. There's no one there. Mm, That's yeah. a wrap on Stan. And then the the wall. He turns around the door where the wall was. The wall where the door was is, is just all brick. It's just all brick. Where did it go? It's gone forever. Uh, was it ever even there? That's right. Yeah. Mm. In that scenario, Stanley is senile. <laughs> <laughs> it's a happy little thought experiment there Isn't yeah. it though? No, but I'm, we're looking at flesh experiments That's where we were going That's Hey, speaking true. of flesh experiments uh, <laughs> Yes? <laughs> Let's get interesting Let's, no, actually, the, the, Who this... wants shots? <laughs> <laughs> this is just the last piece of news here The Mummy finishes its box office run with $407 million worldwide that now, wow. is that good or not? That's, I don't know. I, that sounds like a lot for a movie that I'm pretty sure everyone saw the trailer and said, "There's no way we need to see that." Yeah, film. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that is that's incredible. Well, it only to grossed me. eighty million dollars in the US, which is apparent. So every time we talk about, every time James comes at me on this show with a with a box office total, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's good or not. <laughs> right. He'd be like, "That movie made a hundred million dollars," and I'm like. All right, and he's like, "That's good for that kind of thing," and I'm like, "Oh, oh. so eighty million dollars is a very much a disappointment, but it's made three hundred and twenty plus million dollars in foreign territories." So mm. I wonder if was was it something that was pitched in that way anyway? Like, was that always sort of the plan? I think now a lot of movies are pitched that way. Yeah. That's why a lot of movies now the plots don't make sense because it doesn't matter. Like, in in foreign countries, yes, that's right. what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> that's precisely what. Yeah. I, no, that the, the the apparently there's 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 been some uh, executive chat in various you know production offices and, mm. and movie studios, and they say, well, you know, if you if you take it to a you know a country where the primary uh, languages in English and people watch the movie, they go, well, it didn't make any sense, but maybe it's a translation issue. 
So we'll just... <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they still get to go and spend hundreds of millions of dollars seeing film after film after film in which they just assume, well, <laughs> once again, they've skimped on the translators, <laughs> didn't understand a fucking thing that happened. Well, I mean, we do that. So, like, I, I watch... I watch all of these terrible movies and none of <laughs> yeah, them have made any sense. And, you know, I continue to do I, so. I, I blame it on the translators yeah. even yeah. when it's in English. Or you go, well, you know, it's been made for other countries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the perfect crime. You know, making sense is just kind of a Western ideal. Well, if they're going to so, do that, they should put that up as a screen right at the very start of the movie after, please switch off your phones and then please be aware that this was made for a multinational <laughs> audience and, uh, in, you know, they blame a lot of stuff in translators. And, and therefore, or you're all getting the shaft. Guys. You're welcome. See you next time as well. Hey, you get idiots. ready. Get ready for some satire, right? They go. Oh, they go, go. Please switch off your phone. Then they go. Please switch off your brain. Yeah. Bam! Oh, all right, got it. We did it, guys. Yeah, you got all of us. Yeah. Got yeah. I wonder how well the mummy did in Egypt. That's a really good question. You know, like, do you think? Do you think they're like? Oh, we want. I want to see what they think happened here. Mm. Well, I mean. It, when when a movie goes down under, yeah. do we tend to like that? I think pretty much we're just excited <laughs> that anyone knows we exist. Yeah, like, right. That is my general feeling yeah. about... I, I, it's my cult, cultural cringe feeling is that we're that pathetic that we love it, and it's on my personal self-awareness that I am that pathetic that I love it. So <laughs> right. that, exactly. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's... The only, the only one, the only exception, and I think we've t- as a nation we've turned around on it, was when The Simpsons came to Australia. Mm. I remember everyone hated it. Everybody was like, this is a slap in the face to Australian culture. Wow. Well, now we go Australian culture and we do the, yeah, we do the quote bit. marks yeah. around it. And I think we all love it now. Well, I, I think now that has become Australian it'll, culture, yeah, right? Absolutely. Like we don't actually, we've, we've said, oh, well, we'll take that actually. Yeah. yeah. Kick him in the bum with a boot. <laughs> it, it, it turns out that that's just the culture that Australia says that it has. Yeah. And that's why, even though Australians don't really believe it, like America just goes, oh yeah, that's what you guys say you do. You are, and yeah. therefore you are. We only have ourselves. I remember the uh, the time the Planeteers came to Australia. The oh yes, Australian accents in that were really bad, mm. really bad. I'm, they were in I'm the gonna, outback I'm gonna, experimenting I'm, on dingoes. I'm going to give you something here that yes. you, you you might Is not be aware. It's going to be more of your famous satire. It's, it's some of my more of my famous satire. It's uh, I think maybe Australian accents are just bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Australian accents were bad in that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's I don't just know. when we're when we're a mirror is brought up to us. That's right. Yeah. Oh, it's my classic satire. <laughs> if you bring a mirror up to an accent, what, what, yeah. what, fog. You what get happens? you get fog. Fog. And right. then you know you're still alive yeah, in the no shape fog. of Australia. That's though. right. Yeah. You know, an accent is a lot like a vampire. It doesn't have a reflection. Fuck. Yeah. This guy's good. <laughs> but but it does have a breath of fog. So nice. That, I have one more piece of news. Oh, great. Okay. Okay, so here we go. Some might say I'm just going through the news on the wonderful comicbookmovie.com, and they'd be right. Well, it's a great, it's a great uh, website. Don't mm. give away all your secrets. <laughs> okay, so 20th Century Fox has hired Drew Goddard to direct and write the upcoming X-Force movie. So Drew Goddard, you're gonna wrote... have to explain all the words. In okay, that sure. That's I thought I might have to. So Drew Goddard uh, directed. Uh, uh, um... Oh, sorry, he wrote The Martian. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, Matt Damon's yeah. The Martian, a popular which was, film. Was a delightful feel-good film, in my opinion. Mm. I had a, I had a good time with that. So uh, he's going to direct X Force, which is think of the X Men, but like cooler and more extreme. And they do the missions that the X Men 
a two sissy to take on. So they're like the special forces. Yeah, do. exactly. Yeah. So if if it gives you any indication, Deadpool's going to be on the team. So wow. Yeah. yeah. Right. And no, so, I, know, I know how you feel about Deadpool. The funniest, the funniest X Men <laughs> character of them all. And so if if say the X Men were asked to go kill Osama bin Laden, uh-huh. then they would go, no thank you, and they would send X-Force to go do it. Yes, most likely. Yeah. I mean, they'd probably have to employ an X-Man that can bring Osama bin Laden back to life and then, well, then, then kill him again. But, but the X-Force would have that it, kind oh, of definitely, X-Man, they right? Have that, they have they, a necromancer of yeah, some I sort? Yeah, I imagine they've got a necromancer, sure. Are there any X-Men that are just wizards? Like, you know, his, his mutation is that he's a wizard? Well, uh, the Scarlet Witch. So oh. have you seen the Avengers Age of Ultron? I have not seen okay, Age so of Ultron, in, I apologize. In Age of Ultron, there's a character called the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. She's technically not a mutant in that movie because Marvel don't have the rights to their own character. The uh, Marvel don't have the rights to the <laughs> X-Men in the Marvel Universe on screen, okay. so she's just something else. But anyway... In the in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe, yes. does Marvel have rights to the X-Men characters? <laughs> oh. Or is it only in this universe that they don't? Because could they have a movie within the movie in which they... Well, use those characters. In the Marvel, in the Marvel <laughs> universe itself, I believe there is a Marvel like offices <laughs> yeah, that, right. that produces Marvel comics. <laughs> so I would assume it's a bit because sometimes they'll go in, like back in the sixties, they'd go in and be like, "It's me, Stanley," in the Marvel, you know. So wow. I would imagine in that sense. There would be a Marvel mm. offices in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that does have the rights to all the characters, including that, the X Men. But they can't say it good. on screen because that everybody would get sued. So, <laughs> but anyway, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, her she's the daughter of Magneto. Oh, Magneto powers. Anyway, Ian McKellen. She has a very vague ability to change probability to make things happen. Right. And it's it's so vague that it's just been expanded to be like, yeah, her mutant ability, she can do magic now. So she's like Felix the Cat. She's she, like Felix the Cat. She she's got a magic bag. Yeah, yeah, she's just got <laughs> yeah. a magic bag. Yeah. The Juggernaut's attacking the city. Put him in the magic bag. Just open the magic bag really wide. Yeah. My mutation is that I have a magic bag. Mm. This this is this is my problem with the the X Men universe is that the that there's for for me there's a clear distinction between the X Men that are plausible and the X Men that are implausible. Correct. Right. And that should be the division, not like Magneto's guys and yeah, Professor right. X's guys. It should be the plausible ones versus yeah. the implausible ones. Mm-hmm. And I and, you know I guess so the like implausible it's like like Wolverine. Yeah, plausible. He, he's got some claws. They're pla- It's plausible. Yeah. It's more or less plausible. Yeah. He's a he's a plaus man. Mm. But Cyclops, infinite infinite energy coming out of his eyes. No, no, no. That's just silly. Silly. Yeah. But it'd be great to hook up, and I don't know if any of it. It would be great to hook up. To, it'd be great. <laughs> I've got some flesh experiments that I'd like to try. No, but I mean, if you could just sort of tie Cyclops down and just make him look into like a nuclear reactor oh, and just get true, his yeah. eyes to or just, even a solar or, panel. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah, or just just put it up against the boiler, like shoot his eyes towards a boiler, run some water through there. That'll run a turbine. You yeah. could you could run all of America. Well, technically, on, it's a force beam, not a heat beam. So you could just. You could skip the boiler. You could just have a turbine. Oh, you could just, just make spin it the turn- turbine. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. So yeah. Right. Like, or you could use them on a sort of old steamboat. You could use them on a steamboat. <laughs> turn tie- those paddles. Yeah, yeah. Turn, turn. Just yeah, like just tie them to your steamboat, <laughs> or even Big a paddle, like a like a foot a foot turning. pedal boat. See, mutants can be productive members of society. Just yeah. tie them to some sort of old timey method in <laughs> transportation. I feel they won't have a problem with this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm just if they're looking for directions to go that it's outside of you know the, the comic books, <laughs> they don't have enough ideas in there. Yeah, yeah, I think you started messing with the furniture in the universe, Alistair. Not allowed. With the Airbnb. You're out, mate. There's a laminated out. sign that specifically says you can't tie Cyclops to a bench. <laughs> Use him to power a boat. 
Oh, they're going to keep my bond. That's right. They're going to keep your bond. All right, well, that's all the news, I think. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother... Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. Should we talk about the movie It? Now, now I uh, uh, James is overseas in Hollywood having, yes. a, having a protein shake with Hollywood Hulk Hogan or something, whatever he's doing. Um, mm. And so I uh, said to you guys, "Hey, do you want to go see it?" And Al, you said, "There's a se- there's a session at midday." And I went, "Oh, thank God," because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real fraidy cat, and I wanted to see it at the the. I I assumed you were fi- were fine. I I I, yeah. I I picture you as a real big brave man, and I I went in <laughs> as a real scared. I wish we'd been upfront with each other before the movie about exactly how scared we were because I was terrified. Well, this has brought us together. Then I feel this this is going to bring us together. I yeah, 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 a little bit of honesty, you know. And in thirty years' time, we'll come back and we'll. Mm. See, yeah, I was scared that I was going to be scared, but then I watched most of the old one last you night. You both watched the old, uh, the old one, right? Yeah. And you yeah. watched the entirety of the old one this morning. This Andy. morning. So uh, that actually did help me a lot because uh-huh. I know it, it has as much of a happy ending as you can possibly have when an unknown number of children have died. <laughs> right? okay. And it's a lot. Yeah, yes. first, first thing I would say is that it's probably top 10 films about children being killed. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's also... <laughs> Name nine more that you love. <laughs> well, there's a cheeky little reference. There's a cheeky little reference to Nightmare on Elm Street Five in this new version. In this new version, yeah. 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 Mm. And See that's that that's a, that's a series of movies about children being murdered and molested. So that's yeah. fine. Sure. Do you know, Mason, if this was a thing that was in train? Like, was this remake always going to happen before Stranger Things came out? 
I actually don't know, but... Because I would be interested to know if the two things are, are connected I, in any way. I would also be interested to know if it's connected to... Remember last year, there was that clown outbreak? Yeah. That? There, was a, there was that mad... <laughs> clown outbreak. There was, a, there was a clown spree that mm, happened all yeah. around the world. People were just like, I'm going to... Fucking terrify some people on a train. I'm going to dress up as a clown and walk slowly down the aisle. I'm just going to have an oily machete and stand near a park. It's going to be great. Behind a bush or in in the field. My only clown experience, and it's not technically a clown experience, but it was in that time period. Mm. I've mentioned this on the show before, but we've got new listeners, and people have probably forgotten, that New Year's a couple of years ago, it was about a... It was a super, super boiling hot day. It was about 40 degrees Celsius. Yes. And I went past... Uh, a hotel in Richmond that was having some New Year's celebrations. Yes. There were people lining up out the front, and there was a man out the front, and he was dressed in, like, head-to-toe Hessian sack, but, like, tied up with rope, like yep. a kind of Resident Evil, like a, like an oily Hessian sack. When you say sack. head-to-toe, you mean, like, head-covered like, Yeah, head-covered well. with, like, a sack on it, like, no, no eye holes, no nothing. Wow. And he yep. was just standing there, like, looking out onto the road, and he had, in each hand, he had... Without exaggeration, he had a chain in each hand that went down to the ground, and at the end of the like each chain was like a burning piece of fabric, and he was just sort of casually whipping these these flaming chains about. You know, that's not a clown. I know, yeah, that's, that's not a clown story. Yeah, unless you've been brought up on some really weird clowns. Uh-huh. But oh man, yeah, it's odd. And well, then I went back later and he was gone. So I assume he was, had been taken away by the police. See, that's, or he'd that's, gone into a sewer. I don't know. Is, or he just caught fire, right? Hesh yeah. and I imagine is a pretty flammable material yeah. for a guy who's got just some flames he's whipping around. I yeah. guess it is scary to think that under that bag he was also had his face painted as a clown. That's true. It could have been painted as anything. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's if you want to be terrifying. He could like have been in, in some... blackface. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is terrifying because you think that at some point... You know, if you're if you're walking around like that, there's going to be a couple of teenagers that are not scared of you who are going to go, I'm going to pull off this guy's mask. And if you have a second mm. layer of terror on, already painted on <laughs> yeah, your yeah, face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that or, is an just indica- the or an plan. indication of systemic racism. Either of those. Well, <laughs> both of which are terrifying. And, and I've, yeah, I find, yeah, I find that to be yeah. very scary. Uh, even more than that, I just find the complacency of modern Australia that we can still allow that kind of thing to happen. Mm. That's what I find terrifying. Me too. Mm, apathy yeah. of yeah. the youth. Also being yeah. hit by a chain that's on fire. Oh, yeah? <laughs> no, that's the top, actually. <laughs> that's number one. Fire yeah. chains. Mm. So apathy. anyway, uh, uh, James always asks me, I've just remembered James always asked me to say to people what the story is. What uh, is the story? Oh, so it's the 80s. It's the yes. late 80s in this movie. Uh, it's it's a time of riding your bikes in tandem mm-hmm. in, in in the summertime with all mm. your friends. It's a time for bullies driving their bloody driving oh, their yeah. Corvettes down the street, mm-hmm. and it's the town of Derry, and all sorts of children are going missing. Who is it? It's a clown. Yeah, spoiler alert. Who done it? Clown done. Cl- it. Clown done it. <laughs> the, the the scary clown that everyone can you know, that just stands around in daylight. Mm. That's an interesting thing about this movie and and the old one as well yep. is that it's like one of the only horror movies that i've seen where you see the monster in daylight a yeah. lot and i i guess we'll talk about this we'll just we'll do a little non-spoilery review we'll, yeah, yeah, then, yeah. We, then we'll get into spoilers this this movie shows pennywise the clown the evil clown mm. straight away yeah you get it immediately yeah 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 like we see it, it's in the trailer this is not really a spoiler but we see uh little georgie in his little yellow raincoat yep. he pops down he, he runs a little boat down the street in yep. the rain, sail, 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 and he and it pops down to the sewer grate, and we see it straight away, and it's and it's just there, and we're like surprise. And I was un- I felt 
that oh well this has kind of ruined it. They don't know what they're doing here. I've seen I've seen it now. Who cares? Well, mm. But. It, but, it 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 was working the whole movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was I was consistently scared, but I will say that the the clown itself, that manifestation of the it creature, is the one that I find the the, the least scary. The new yeah, because you know what it can Not, do. No, just just when he is the clown, because he takes on other forms oh, as yeah. well, right? But the <clears> clown one is the one that I I'm I'm like it's almost reassuring. You know, well he's, yeah. oh, he's just he's just the clown. It's he's a got clown. some big teeth. Exactly. I know his deal. Yeah. yeah, I know what he looks like. He has these kind of like he has those like multiple layers of teeth that he can expose, mm-hmm. uh, sort of like he's a prehistoric worm, like one of those pl- prehistoric <laughs> yeah. worms that looks like it just sucks onto some glass. If yeah. there was prehistoric glass, mm-hmm. maybe some lightning struck some prehistoric beach. Right, it's obsidian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like that. And so, so, so that suggests that that he's not of this time. But the makeup is very modern. Well, <laughs> I mean, certainly of the it's last a, century. Mm, yeah. Um, it, it doesn't. It doesn't run, which is a modern feature of a lot of makeup. I think if it was older makeup, it mm. probably would have run. Mm. You know, in the heat, especially with that level of exertion. Cuts color stay. Yeah. I mean, and I, hanging I, out in so many yeah. sewers. I'd be interested, as you know, from a cosmetics point of view. I think yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of people who use makeup would be interested to know, like, where did he get that? Maybe he's How born with he... it. <laughs> That's yeah. Mm. Um, Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Pennywise. Is, uh, <laughs> so apparently <laughs> King, Stephen King came up with the idea for Pennywise the Clown after asking himself what scared children more than anything else in the world, which he felt was clowns. What do you guys think? Are you afraid of clowns generally in the world? I, I'm afraid of the people who play clowns yeah, okay, right. more than uh-huh. I am afraid of clowns. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm afraid of somebody making the life decision to become a clown. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm afraid that that could maybe one day happen to me. As somebody who works in the comedy world, I find you know that's a yeah. bit that's a bit terrifying. Yeah. As a Al, you were saying you're <coughs> going to be dressed as a gorilla. Wait, a bear? You're going to be dressed as a bear? Yeah. For for, for a birthday for my my, my child's second birthday, I'm going to dress up as a bear. But it's mostly going <laughs> to. <laughs> but okay, so. That's one kid who's going to grow up not scared of clowns primarily, yeah. possibly more bears. And I think that's a useful fear to have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're walking through the woods, you see a creature. I mean, I guess same thing. If you're walking through the woods, you see a clown, you should probably <laughs> yeah. uh, run or play, or play dead. Play dead. Mm. I think, yeah. yeah. So I guess, okay, I guess in the both ways, they're, they're useful yeah. skills. I also think happy clowns are scarier than sad clowns. Do you guys know Puddles yeah. of Puddles Pity Party? He's, a, oh, he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like the, he's like a singing clown, and he's like seven foot two or something. He's enormous, but but he is not scary because he's sad. Right. But it's but I I feel ultimately it's the the scary part of a, of a happy scary clown is that they're happy for no reason. Yeah. As, as an adult now, I'm like, why are you so happy? Why are you? That's that's very much the Joker mm. thing, isn't it? Yeah, like the Batman Jokery guy is like you. This isn't this isn't an enjoyable scenario. Yeah. All the there's a lot of bad things happening, mm. and you are emotionally not responding to this in the correct way. Which could be it, that could be a primal thing, right? Yeah. Like that could be a primal um, instinct in humans. Mm. Is that like in a stressful scenario, somebody who isn't like isn't acting in the way that we would expect them to act? That is a that is a red flag mm. that they are not not. Not all, like, not quite right. You're in a sewer. You should be unhappy. Yeah, that's right. Why are you smiling? Man, yeah. I have got so many questions about the sewer design of this small town, right? <laughs> like, they have got one of the most epic... And by the way, it's not sewers. It's stormwater drains. I'm pretty that's sure that's true. a stormwater drain system. Yeah. But it is such an epic stormwater drain system. Yeah, like for a town s- of like 600 people. Yeah. 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 And, and for... for 
Pennywise to be standing in that stormwater drain mm. while it's raining quite heavily at the beginning there. That yeah. is a very dangerous thing to do. I mean, that's basically the the main situation in which you don't want to be standing in a stormwater drain because that's where all the water's going. Absolutely. Yes. So what would your reaction have been if they'd been a little more realistic and he'd drowned? Pennywise the clown was drowned. <laughs> Early on in the movie. He's like, hey, kid, you want, to, you, you want, you want your boat back? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> To be honest, <laughs> the newspaper the next day is just dead clown found in stormwater <laughs> system. <laughs> boy did nothing. Yep, heartless boy. <laughs> jo- Georgie is the yeah is like so it turns into the villain. Yeah, of this thing. Look I at think- him with his two arms and his little yellow raincoat. That there's this. I feel this movie. Some of it was quite visceral, mm. and yet some of it some of it was kind of. What, like what, toothless, I guess. The, so the old, mm. having just watched the old version, are you interested in comparisons? Sure, yeah, absolutely. The two? Having yeah. just watched the old version, this one had much more actual gore, right? Right. Uh-huh. The old version had a lot of like blood oozing out of things, like it had those kind of like creepy kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But this one had f- actual physical, like you're going to see people get cut, you're going to see people get a bit chopped, you're going to get <laughs> see people get hurt a mm. lot more than in the old one, where. If the blood was coming out of somewhere, it was a sink, not yeah, a right. man. Okay, so he, uh, he, here's a question then. We're seeing people getting chopped. We're seeing people getting sliced. In, both, in, in the old one and the new one, do you care about the characters? Because I feel I did. I thought they were quite. I, I thought, oh, yeah. Even, even though in, in this current one, even though you know, a lot of them only have like a small amount of setup. Mm. To establish their characters, mm. I, I very much cared about what was going to happen to them. You know, you've got you've got all the stereotypical characters. You've got the you've got the leader, you've yeah. got the yes. fat one, yes. You've got the annoying one with the mm-hmm. glasses, mm-hmm. but even the annoying one with the glasses, I didn't want him to die. So I I, I feel like the, this movie sort of set down enough heart that I'm like I like all these guys, and I'm you know I hope none of them meet a horrible grisly end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I felt I felt that way. Yeah, it was definitely sort of uh, much more of like a like the kind of teen movie that I would have watched back, you know, like right. what, you know, like when I was eleven or twelve or something like that, like a Stand by Me kind of situation. Yeah. It's very much Stand by Me meets it. This yeah. it, this this movie <laughs> meets yeah. it, and then Stand by Me goes away From- <laughs> because it's just it, isn't it? Yeah. Well, this this movie also did have a very. It felt to me like it had a very. Amblin Entertainment kind of they mm. very much went okay let's look at all the old movies from the 80s yeah. and just just give this one a bit of the old look of the 80s paint bit of, to bit it bit of that veneer bit of that bit of that bouncy little piano score that a, that an ET would have you know it, it's yeah. a um uh, it, it the, the act the child actors were fantastic uh, mm. yeah great and they were really good in the old one as well but in the old one there's the older actors and the child actors and uh the child actors in the old one i reckon were better than the the adult yeah. actors and i think the writing for the comedy one so like the, the yeah. it, it's seth green in the old one uh, is, yeah, is it, I, I was wondering if that was Seth Green. Yeah, it's Seth huh. Green in the old one. I'm pretty sure because I, I, saw, I saw it in the in mm. the in the credits before it started, and then I was like, "Oh, there's Seth Green." Yeah, right. Yeah, so it was Seth Green in the old one, and and it's some kid with glasses in the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, his writing in the new one, first of all, is way edgier and, and, and yeah, way more accurate to what kids would be making jokes about. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was not. It was not. It wasn't sanitized for now. Mm, like they didn't totally. go, okay, well, all the things kids said in the 80s are a little problematic now, so we won't say them anymore. Yeah. They were like, yeah, that's how they talked. Let's throw in an R word and a. And an I think, word they, I think they a... definitely mm. sanitized the racism. The right, racism yeah, sure. was much f- more full on in the old one. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I don't I don't I don't think that was nearly as big a thing in this one. I think they threw they threw around the J word a little bit more yeah, in, the, right. in the old one. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What he Lovely. was. Yeah. Huh. Um <laughs> and um but yeah, and look, and I have to admit what hit, struck me straight away, right, is that the old one uh was scary in how bad the filmmaking was. Right? <laughs> and the new one Really improved on that, yeah, uh, immensely. I, I, I thought personally, I thought the filmmaking in the old one was 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 still pretty good. Like, but, but you mean in terms of the way the story is structured? Yeah, well, I no, I think even just the whole feel of it, and maybe it's just older, it's just older movies, but it just felt like it was made. We're for allowed TV. to say it, old movies are bad. Yeah, all old movies I, are very yeah, bad. I very much yeah. believe I don't know, that. I, I feel like. Perhaps it's that we we get used to all the tropes of an old of older movies, mm. and then we go, okay, well, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. So who cares? We were spe- speaking earlier. I, mm. I only saw The Exorcist as an adult, and it is very funny. Oh it's wow! It's just it's it's oh it's a, the yeah. little the little girl her head spinning around and she's saying bad words. It's very it's very funny. Well, yeah, me and Andy have spoken about this. About uh, I tried to go back and watch Metropolis, which is always like oh, yeah, sure. near the top of these kind of lists of like you know the best movies ever made uh-huh. and things like that. And you and you watch it and you go, it's so slow, yeah, it's right. so awful, it looks terrible, it sounds <laughs> terrible, and like and somehow you've absorbed every aspect. Like you've seen this story a thousand times. Yeah, right. Uh, like in you know maybe it's all just through The Simpsons or like you know yeah, exactly. you know or you've That's absorbed right. it through all like yeah. all the other little stories of. Mm. Uh, from, from from you know film nerds who who have basically mimicked these stories in order to make their films things like that and you just watch it and you go this is awful and so we're going to create a book which is a, a thousand uh, amazing films that you don't need to watch yeah. <laughs> before you die before you die mm. yeah or even after even after just just yeah. chuck it on your chuck it on your gravestone yeah fine. Mm-hmm. Chuck, chuck just chuck the film on your gravestone yeah, just, chuck them all. just throw a DVD yeah. at, at yeah, my gravestone that's right yeah, yeah. they um. Yeah, I think I think that's it. The old, the further you go back, the worse the films are, and you know, more recently, films are better. And you know, they probably only really got good in the last couple of months. I agree. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, Dunkirk was pretty good. Pretty good, like that one. Yeah, this was definitely better than the old. You're like, oh wow, they're really hitting their stride. Mm. I'm glad we stuck with this film thing because, uh, (laughs) to be honest, I thought it was a bust. Yeah, you know. Every every week, like just ahead of MGM, he's got like his finger over a button just to self destruct. <laughs> he's like, every morning he's like, oh, give it another day. He watches yeah. a few rushes. Yeah. And he looks at the button for a while. <laughs> just sinks Hollywood into the. Into the um, I, I'm gonna say I was not scared by the movie. Like the clown didn't scare me. Okay, there's there's definitely some jump out moments. Yeah, right. Right, and but for most of the sort of scary parts, and I'm yeah. doing that in inverted commas. I feel like I'm just watching it going. I understand that this is supposed to be a scary scene, yep. but I felt like it's kind of just happening. Like um, there's no I, not yeah. that much tension. I thought I think maybe we're sort of we're, we're sort of over jump scares because we're mm. expecting them so much. I thought there was some sort of effective maybe like longer jump scares where yeah. there's the jump and then you expect it to cut to black or something else, mm. and then we see we see more of the terrifying clown yeah. coming at you. Yeah, coming. I did feel this. Uh, long sense of like I felt at, at a certain point, sort of through the second act, mm. I just felt this constant sense of te- uh, 
this constant sort of feeling of tension because it's one of those movies where anything can turn into a deadly weapon at any moment. Yeah, like yeah. I, if I you, felt if, a lot of like tension. if you're you know you could be holding a tape measure and I'm like oh what if the tape measure snaps back and it cuts somebody's yeah. thumb off? Well, that's like... just the reality with <laughs> yeah. tape measures. <laughs> I guess that's true. I mean, yeah. that's just you know a building site and is a, is a is a dangerous place that's and you I'm... need to know how to use your tools. Mate, exactly. You know? I think, that's right. I think that's if, the, if the whole like because I was I was there was a lot of tension for me with that tape measure and I think if there was a whole. <laughs> There was a whole f- horror film based around tape, tape measures that, you know, like it, it, it snaps back, but then it kind of cuts the inside of your hand because yeah, right. yeah. you were holding on to it. Like, and, and then like that. that gets infected. Yeah, or you right. and then you reopen the sore on a, the, the yeah. wound on another tape measure. Exactly. Yeah, or you or maybe just a set square. You just need to measure a room by yourself. Oh, that no. is already quite horrific. Yeah. Right? See, the interesting thing is that this movie and the old one as well, it's like I'm trying to work out. How much of it is a metaphor, right? Because yeah, right. It, because because mm. it's to, on on the surface, it seems like it's very much. Oh no, this isn't a metaphor. This isn't like a a creepy. There's a there's a you know there's there's terror that lurks in 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 the people around you. This is a oh no, it's actually a magical being. Yeah, right. That's the scary yeah. thing. Is a magical monster is what you're supposed to be scared and then, of. And then it sort of went, but it sort of went back and forth in the sense of like, oh, but actually everybody's dealing with personal issues, right? Mm. So maybe that's a metaphor, and the, and the, and they seem to see in Pennywise mm. something that they're concerned about. But then mm. further in, it's then like, ah, oh, but it's just a clown mm. again. No, yeah. but it is yeah. a no, but it is it's, a clown. It is definitely no, it is a clown. Actually though, yeah. also a clown. Yeah. And some some characters had uh, their their personal issues got much more serious than other people's. Yeah, yeah. whoa. Some yes. some you know we'll we'll get to it in a second. But some some were like you know these these life changing problems, and some mm. were just like my mum won't let me out after seven o'clock <laughs> yeah. or whatever. My dad wants me to read a book. Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure one guy was just afraid of a painting. Yeah, yeah, that's that was true. He was, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was there was no mention of yeah, his, what that painting he, represented. He, he feared he feared uh, the future and and becoming a man, of course, and a, and a painting. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but that is an interesting thing. And it, uh, we, I don't know if I can talk about the old movie without. Is, is that well, let's get, to talk yeah, about let's, the old let's, movie? Let's, let's, you know what? Uh, so uh, here on the podcast, our rating system, you guys might know, it's only best movie ever or worst movie ever because there's no nuance on mm. the internet. So, sure. do you guys want to give it a best movie ever or worst movie ever? I'm gonna say best movie ever. Really? Yeah. Okay. It a lot. I had a good time. Andy? Yeah. I'd, I'd, say, I'd say best movie ever. Uh, look. Oh. oh. Because because there were so many moments through it where I was like, I'm hearing some nuance. Yeah. <laughs> because there were so many moments where I was like, come on, like that. I'm gonna have to go worst movie ever. But you can't say that because you thought the old one was worse. I <laughs> by oh. definition. No, no, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, There's no. also no logic to this. Okay. Yeah. I look. I'm going to go worst movie ever, and also I think it gives this a nice balance. Yeah, to, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Two on one. That's yeah. balanced. Yeah. That's right. Mm. All right. It's spoiler time, guys. Okay. Great. What do you want to? What do so, you want to okay, crack so into? Okay. So the old, the old movie, the old It, right? Mm-hmm. The guy who uh, who has the least scary backstory yep. is the one who deals with it the worst. Right? right. So he's the one who, when they have to go back to the village, kills himself. Huh. Right. So that's mm. an interesting thing in terms of like, I, I, I don't know if that's in there deliberately, but like that's a comment on resilience or like you know your mm. childhood experiences inform your ability to cope with things as a, in the future. But these kids who've had fucking terrible lives, they've got uh, more resilience as a result. Yeah, of the, right. The, the, the shit that's happened. So that are you saying that it's kind of it reminds you a bit of Ayn Rand? 
Could be Ayn Randian situation. Okay, because yeah, the, it's it's interesting that you know one, you know the 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 token girl of the team, mm. uh, you know he ha- has a father who's clearly got some sort of weird weird sexy sex, sex not situation, good not good thing, and and you know she. Did we deal with that well? I felt like we dealt with that really well. Yeah, I think well that was really then. good. I think, yeah. I think, I think we, I think we perfect, covered that off in yeah. a sensitive I think people, and intelligent people, way. Because yeah, just... I was worried about bringing this up, but yeah, I'm really no, happy now we're that just, we did we're it so well. We're just it off and people are going to okay. have a good time. It's going to be yeah, great. Okay. Um, and, then in, and she kills him. Did she kill him? I mean, she hit him pretty hard in the head. And, and... I, I, that doesn't happen in the old movie. Oh. And I, 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 I was interested by that because they definitely yeah. amped up her story, made it more explicit in this yeah, one. Because... And then obviously the consequences for him were... Yeah, were... because later one of the other kids comes back and he's just there in a pool of blood. And I don't think he's moving. I'm, I'm... He, was, he was twitching a little. Could have been yeah. twitching. I, I, twitching. I reckon... Because... Okay, Okay, let's, the, the big spoiler for this, yes, right, is that this is just the first of two movies. Yeah, apparently, right? yeah. Because the old one, Alistair, you had the observation that, like, when are they going to stop introducing new characters? Yeah, so I only got to see two-thirds of the, <laughs> of the first movie because I started falling asleep last night. Uh, and then I didn't have time this today. Anyway, my phone broke. Anyway, the important <laughs> Enough thing... Enough with your excuses. Yeah, okay. I didn't but, see it at all. But, <laughs> I committed to one or the other. But it was an hour and a half, and I got to about an hour and five minutes, and they were still introducing the characters. Mm. Yeah, because they, 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 they run both timelines simultaneously in the old one, right? It's mm. it's a bit of the past, and then it's a bit of the, the, the in the present, and then a bit of the past, and then yeah. a bit in the present. And oh, they, each a, time they introduce a new character. It's a bit more like Lost, Maybe yeah. Lost was actually based off the old It movie. And then, so they introduce a character, and then this is like, oh, here's his episode where you find out his backstory, and then, yeah. and then there's a polar bear. Yeah. I think that happened in Lost. Is it too, is it too late for <laughs> but then Lost this, references? This movie, it's like they've been like, well, this will, uh, oh, that's bad filmmaking. Obviously, uh, oh, that's classic error in the editing room there. They've jumbled yep. it all up. Mm-hmm. I'll just sort that in, out into chronological order. There you go. Makes a lot more sense now. But they've only given us the, the prehistory bit. So this is all set in the past. Yeah, right. With the, when, they're, when they're young kids. Mm. And then it ends after the first time they kill the thing. Yes. Mm. And I definitely think right now... I mean, like, I, I don't know whether the second one's already in the works. I reckon re- it, it, it has to be. I mean, mm. yeah, but you know, it could be like a like a like a hip hop music video they put to be continued at yeah, the end. Yeah, right. And then and Puffy you... never comes back. <laughs> yeah, right? and then there's no Puffy. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, I guess the same thing could be for Pennywise, right? Uh, but yeah, I definitely think it's way cleaner just seeing the original. Uh, getting rid of the clown. Yeah, it did. Mm. It did seem. It also look. I enjoyed it, but it did seem a tad too long. It was a touch mm, long. Yeah. For well, me. you imagine how I felt sitting there the whole time, <laughs> having watched the thing this morning, <laughs> yeah. and being like, "Are they going to go and do all the fucking future bit now?" Yeah, right. Because it ends with end of chapter one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And you're um, like, "Oh, thank." God. Okay. How did you guys feel about the final battle between the kids and Pennywise? Because I thought it was a little anticlimactic. Only in the sense that they beat him by just hitting him with sticks for a bit. Yeah, man. And uh, but why it, didn't anyone try that before? Yeah. And it was a real like, <laughs> let's beat the shit out of this clown. Yeah, thing. right. You don't often see that scene in in movies. I'm thinking like maybe there was one in um, in the Death Proof that um, oh Quentin yeah, Tarantino they just, thing. They they get him out of the car and they just they just beat him. the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> A magic clown. <laughs> yes, yes. There was a clown, and then they, then another clown comes out of the car, and another clown. It's forty minutes of beating up clowns. I mean, that's a Jackie Chan movie right there. That's like, right. 
Yeah. But yeah, it's just like for a movie that's all about facing your demons and mm. and finally understanding them and coming to terms with it and all that sort of stuff. I just thought it was a little bit odd that at the end they just went, "I'll oh, just hit him with sticks." Yeah. Why, why did that? that why has that never worked before? Well, they, surely yeah. somebody would have gotten in a lucky shot in the last twenty-seven years. Absolutely. In the old one, though, like like, and that's that's I reckon is a is a by virtue maybe of the way films work these days, but also by virtue of the fact that they've turned it into these two movies. They needed to have a big fight scene at yeah, the right. end, mm-hmm. right? In the old one, it's just an emotional struggle for them to go down there and then they shoot him in the head with a thing, right? right? And he just gets injured and goes down a hole and then he comes back later on. Uh-huh. But because that's not the end of the movie, that's enough, right? Because yeah, it right. keeps on going. Mm-hmm. And you, um, But but in this one, that, we, we, we're going to end it here. It's got to be something big. Well, let's have him hit him for 10 minutes. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's have all the kids do parkour on this. Yeah. On this clown and beat him up. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I like. I find it. I found it so strange that this magical creature who can sh- shape shift and things like that does respond to beatings. Like yeah. that, that that you know, like a like a, a you know a bullet through the head or a big spike through the mm. head and things like that does have an effect on him. So I think that that to me. Uh, didn't really sit well and then he ends up dying but is it is he dying because they're not afraid of him his his, yeah. his whole source of power is their fear and so yeah maybe they're they're beating on him is just a metaphor oh, it was a metaphor, <laughs> yeah, it was a metaphor. Yeah. I, I also i was a little confused by that it felt to me at the end that maybe there were a couple of expository lines that were left on the cutting room floor mm. because at the end he's like well i can just leave if you all leave i'm gonna eat this kid and then he won't see me again for 27 years mm. and then he doesn't eat the kid for the next three minutes, and then he dissolves. Mm. And I'm like, well, was it? Was did he? Did he? You need- know when you're really hungry? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I think Al gets like this, like when yeah. you're super hungry, like, and you're just like, that's it. I can't function anymore. Yeah. I need food right just now. Just dissolved, yeah. or forget about it. Mm. Yeah. It, it felt to me like there should there there it was missing a line where they're like, okay, if he doesn't eat in the next five minutes, mm. he's, but he's, he's also the- been catching heaps of kids and eating them. Yeah. So, so yeah, and also making a lot of them float. Yeah, I right. enjoyed the uh, one thing that I enjoyed was when the uh, the 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 new kid in town he kisses the girl and she wakes up yeah. and then I'm like, is he going to have to do that to all the kids? Yeah. <laughs> is there going to be a scene after the credits where he has to drag all the kids out of out of the floating it's, it's, the floating thing and just kiss them all to wake them up? Is it just me or is that a tiny bit problematic? Yeah, <laughs> like kissing unconscious girls. Well, mm. apparently the the novel is a lot weirder. There's, sure. There's, yeah. But it's, <laughs> he wrote that on cocaine, and it yeah. was a different time. <laughs> you know, very true. And, yeah. But, but but this is this is well, they've said it in the past, right? Today's rules still apply in terms of I got I got questions. He didn't know that was going to wake her up. He was yeah. just kissing an unconscious yeah, girl. That's yeah. true. And it's and look, and it's a tough situation though. At this point, you know, you think that somebody's maybe died. And you're gonna try anything. Obviously, first. Yeah, but the first thing. First, you hug. First, you say, "Hey, are you there?" Second, you hug him. Then you kiss him on the mouth. It's that's the, it's that's doc- essentially CPR. Doctor <laughs> right? Doctor ABC. Yeah. Uh, danger response. Kiss on the lips. Yeah, his, his Airway next, breathing the, circulation. The, yeah, the, the next step was gonna be CPR. Like yeah. he was gonna get her down. Just start doing like, mm-hmm. going, "Staying alive, staying alive." That. That's the rate. You know, yeah, I, I'm, yeah I'm, okay, I'm great. Away. I'm yeah, just making sure. Yeah, I I guess it would in a way it, it's kind of morally wrong that he didn't get down all the kids and start kissing them to yeah. bring them back to life because they said all oh, the kids are coming down but then yeah we didn't see what are they all rotten or something when they, they all, get yeah. down is Georgie up there is as he bled out yeah what happened because mm. he was were the kids corpses or was just Georgie a corpse don't know because that kid was shot right in the head but he was also it yeah so he was masquerading it was masquerading as a kid so I guess Georgie is still in the 
Yeah, I think he was still in the sky. And yeah. I got to say, that, that, that thing at the beginning, the scene with Georgie, where he bites off the arm. Yes. Uh, that, I was like, because that was like, you know, this is a familiar scene. This is, you've definitely seen this mm-hmm. in the old movie. It's exactly the same scene. Um, but then they're like, by the way, we're not fucking around in this movie. Yeah, right. Like right. You, didn't, you didn't see the blood from that. You didn't see that happen in the old one. And this one is like, oh, no, you're going to see a kid with his arm ripped off, yeah. crawling, crying across the, the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This ain't your grandma's it movie. Yeah, and I mean, like the in the first movie, they do show that scene, like they like they they see the girl, see the Pennywise, and then it's implied that she dies, but you do see her taken away in a stretcher, and that like a kid in a body bag is pretty mm. is pretty intense. Mm. It's almost as intense as somebody getting their arm bitten off. Mm. Maybe maybe it's just as a fa- speaking as a father. There we go. Finally, <laughs> finally, some real insights. <laughs> God. Um, as a father, do you think kids should have their arms ripped off? Because you know, I think a, p- a lot of people who aren't fathers probably don't have a strong opinion no, on the I issue. No, I would not care. Yeah, the other if I'm honest, he's yeah. just sitting over there looking at his phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at gifts of kids having their arms torn off <laughs> and laughing, <laughs> laughing, laughing <laughs> 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 like the, it's the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, I think that in the middle of the film, there was like they 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 went back. One few too many times, just for everybody to get scared again, like yeah. for each of the characters to get right. scared again. That like they probably could have trimmed about fifteen minutes at least yeah, yeah, yeah. of the movie of know. like because it's like now they're all getting scared alone, now they're getting scared together, and now they're getting scared a second time together. I mean, obviously, right? Part of Pennywise, Pennywise. By the way, Pennywise would have been a great name for a hardware store. Like it's a real oh, thrifty yeah, link, that's true. Yeah, you know? mm. Pennywise. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, missed opportunity, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, but Would you rather have an encounter with Pennywise, the demonic clown? Or Thrifty Link, the demonic... Yeah, I was, gonna, I was going to say, or uh, a massive fan of the punk band Pennywise is going to talk your ear off about all their albums. <laughs> oh, man. Bearing Let's in mind, see. you can beat either of them to death with the punk, <laughs> if you really want to. The Pennywise fans of, of the band, they also can be can be killed just by hitting them That's with right, a metal yeah. rod. Mm-hmm. Um they they also feed off your fear. Yeah, well, see, see that's the thing. So Pennywise obviously he he obviously feeds off fear, right? Because he he's, he never just kills someone straight away. You got to scare him a fair bit mm. first. Although that being said, Georgie wasn't scared at the point at which he bit him. He was just being nice to him. So, I'm just confused about the logic of like how much you got to scare the kids because there was a lot of time wasting in some of the scaring yeah. bits. When I he, he, if he wants to eat him, he could have just eaten. I think he was scared in a general sense because he was scared that Billy wouldn't. Right. Would be mad at him about the about the boat, and he was also <laughs> scared in a general sense of the clown. I think, right? Which so, is probably so just general anxiety. Just general can anxiety also feed will on do that. it. Yeah. So, like you know, stock market uh, down yeah. at Wall Street when the brokers have That's just right. you know when the the numbers are going down, he'd, yeah. he'd feast on those guys. So I feel Economic anxiety. Maybe <laughs> maybe in the the next one. Uh, if all the characters just take a whole bunch of Xanax before before yeah, they fight it, that is they'll perfect. Be fine. That generally they'll be okay. Just, just chillers. And the message there is that recreational drug use will solve your we'll, we'll save childhood you from, trauma from mythical creatures. Yeah, interesting. Um, um, I I found it weird, you know, like that 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 first time they go into that sort of you know the final boss house. Mm. Um, at the the first time they go in, when you kind of really find out that he feeds off of fear, mm. right, and that. You know, and then they're all as a group and they kind of fight him off for the first time. He gets mm. a spike through the head. And then he kind of just starts backing away. Like, he kind of still looks happy, but he's clearly just retreating. Mm. Yeah, right. Right? And just and then you kind of see him go down as well and things like that. And I think that moment uh, comes across as just 
I don't know, just a very, very like, like I don't know, it's, it's, a bit it's, weak. It's, yeah, it's a bit weak, or it's like it's like you go. He's still kind of smiling, but he's just like, <laughs> okay, see you later. <laughs> like, and it's not as it, it. Yeah, it definitely makes him come across as quite a weak character. And also in his well, he has a second well in which he goes That's into. That's true. He yeah. does. Yeah. Maybe there's another well in that. Yeah. And what what would that well have been used for? The <laughs> like, well within the well. Yeah. Like if mm. if that that well was filled with water, how could you go down there and go get more water? That's true. Out of yeah. yet another well. Yeah. Mm. And would you get your water from a well, or would you just dig an, an, another regular-sized well in a place where there's sort of an aquifer or whatever? And no clowns. And no clowns, mm. yeah. Mm. These are all good questions. Aren't they? The oh, other, we're not going to answer them. The other big issue with this... Okay, here's an interesting factoid that you, people might notice. I'm ready. Is it the old It movie? Yes. It's uh, every 30 years, right? Right. It comes back. But this one, they said every, every 27, 27 years. years. Why did they say that? Because the old It movie came out in 1990, and this is 27 ah, years that's since fun. that thing. I love a fun little. It's a fun little, fun little nugget. Little nod. At the yeah. time when I noticed it, I was like, yeah. "Why isn't it 30? Because they said 30 in the old one." And they're yeah. like, "Ah." Yeah. They also might be implying that they're going to make another one of these movies in, in 27, 27 years. years, and also potentially that uh, um, Pennywise is responsible for the 27 Club. Wow, Kurt Cobain. Yeah, Alanis Morissette. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yes, somebody's yeah. got to tell her management. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Janice you got to stop dragging her out, guys. She is, she's long gone. Well, she finished. Yeah, I think she she's, was, I think she's touring at the moment, touring Australia. Yeah, no, but she was really finished <laughs> oh, wow. at twenty-seven. Wow, Asia is going to hear this, and you are going to get called in for a meeting. Oh, so. Man. Do Azio listen to, to Weekly Planet? I wouldn't be surprised if somebody did. Hey, uh, they probably have an algorithm that listens to it. Yeah. yeah. They listen for Alanis Morissette and Alastair Trombley Birchill is going to kill Alanis Morissette. Oh, that man. particular phrase. Those and are then... clear keywords that it feels like they had to pre-program. They had to sort of predict that. Yeah. that was I wonder how be. many of you, <laughs> your viewing statistics are just various uh, secret intelligence organizations, algorithms <laughs> downloading. Mm. Do secret intelligence algorithms buy movement watches? That's my question. Gosh, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'd all do well out of that, yeah. wouldn't we? I mean, we get a lot of we get a lot of like downloads from like vans parked outside our house. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been checking the locations on Libsyn. Just says, just says yeah, the downloads are coming from within the house. <laughs> <gasps> the children, <laughs> the children are listening to your podcast. Oh, yeah. delightful! Which That's is fun. nice. Yeah, That's yeah. Fun. yeah. 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 The, the the other thing, obviously, about this right is that this. Mostly how obvious the, the the old one took place in 1950 and 1980s, yeah. right? Yep. So, and then this one takes place in the 1980s, yep. right? But if they're going to make another one in 27 years, it will not work because then this time now will have to be the past. Yep. And in this past, kids do not spend that much time out alone on the streets. <laughs> there's some mm. there's some satire for you. Yes, thank yeah. you. I was yeah. I was saving it up. I've been I've been I've been sitting on that for a while. But it is it is like. Not even from a satire point of view. Yeah. It's just amazing to see kids yeah. just out like that. Yeah. Imagine seeing more than like one person on a bike, like together, and they're not wearing weird cycling uniform. Just two, just two children. No helmets. A, no helmets. Riding bicycles for fun. Yeah. So can you imagine it? I can't. <laughs> not in this day and age. They're yeah. inside uh, playing uh, computer games. Computer games. Yes. Yeah. And I guess what if they're Pokemon going? Oh, there you go. Mm. If they you know, like yeah. wow, so that in the in the next it, yes. the kids will be out playing Pokemon Go in 2016, 17. It's uh, yeah. actually really really good. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. surely by then And then we'll rem- it'll be a cultural touchstone. We'll mm. be like, "Ah, oh, well, I remember that reference." Yes. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing is that video games do keep you away from sewers. 
you know. And, That's true. And, but I mean, you guess, unless yeah. there's a good uh, Charizard Could down be a there, Charizard yeah. down there. That's the natural habitat yeah. of the Charizard. Or if you're playing Mario Brothers, Mario you know, Brothers. Yeah, you're always going into in the sewers. sewers. Actually, from Pennywise's point of view, Pokemon Go would be really, I imagine, quite good, right? Guys, he could, could he hack into it? Well, in the next one, Pennywise will be a hacker who yes. hacks into Pokemon Go to lure yeah. kids down but sewers. He already hacks reality. So I reckon true. Like yes. a video game is <laughs> he part of He essentially has unlimited power. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where he can... No, I want to see the scene where he's at his computer. Yeah. Actually, and the numbers are going down the screen. Yeah, this he's got Twitter bots. He's yeah. luring yeah. children. <laughs> The scariest part in the oldest film, at least the part that I'd seen, was just when he opens up the old photo album of Georgie, mm. and it's just that grey photo of Georgie, and he like winks or something yeah, like that. Wink. That was definitely the scariest Freak thing for out. me in the in in the old It, and in the new It, they they cut that. They cut the what could have been the best mm. spook. I know in like comedies <laughs> you're looking for a laugh, but in the I you're guess looking for a spook, you're looking for a, a spook. spook-a-duke. Yeah, it's yes. a spook-a-duke. Other than that, like a lot of it was very similar. Like mm. I, I, I was, I was particularly aware that it's like it's really like it's the same movie. I mean, it's half of the movie, right? But it's really the same. Mm. Um, so if the you were, scariest, if, if if you were a big fan of the original, would you would you recommend people see? Yeah, I think so. Okay, right, yeah, okay. Yeah. If you've never seen either of them, would you recommend they see the new one or the old one? <laughs> Yeah, go see the new one. No, see the old one because then at least you're you, you're watching a cultural touchstone, right? Like you're mm. watching a thing that was, and also it's not as scary because it's the past, you know. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, I would just say watch the new one because it's just it's more tolerable. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you won't fall asleep at an hour and five minutes in. Yeah, and and like the at least the. The spook technology, you know, like, yes, like yep. mm-hmm. it's because, you know, like, like you're saying, we're, we're predicting jump out scares. Yeah. And so people are get, are, are, are kind of getting clever and it's a du- they're like they're double faking they're, it. Yeah, there's a lot mm. of double takes. There's a lot of scary double takes yeah, it's now. Like, yeah, this, it's like this is where the spook should be. And then they go, oh, no, there's no spook. And then you turn around, like that. Or, you know, there's like an, an, a third level to that. <laughs> so, so the, the, it was, so it was the, really excruciating yeah. watching the movie with this guy. He's always like, <laughs> That, but they're like that. That just paves the way forward for horror movies to be just like extra levels of no, that's not the spook. Oh no, but yeah. that's not the spook either. Mm. That's not the spook. Ah, oh, that's the spook. And like in twenty years' time, there's like eighteen spa- fake spooks before you get to the spook. Yeah, yeah but then the the year after that, it's just back to regular spook. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. that'd, that'd <laughs> be great actually because people wouldn't even tune in until about spook fifteen or something. Yeah, yeah. And then you get them. Would you would you on. enjoy a movie that's just two hours of? Double take potential spooks, and you never actually get one. <laughs> and at the end of the movie, you go, "Well, that was weird," and I'm feeling really tense. And then you leave the cinema, and then like a cinema employee is like, <laughs> "Hey, <laughs> look, I would definitely go see that movie, yeah. or at least that employee." Yeah. You, you, you leave the cinema, and the the cinema employee says, "Your car's been towed." Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, as an as an adult, I feel. If they really want to grip me with a sense of dread from minute one, it would be the first scene of the movie. Like somebody gets a letter and it reveals that they've forgotten to pay their car registration. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden. And I'd spend the whole movie going, oh God, has it been a year or more than a year? They don't give you the sticker anymore. Do I have $800 to, to spend on this right now? Yeah. Oh, that would, like, be, that would yeah. be terrifying. Or just finding out you've lost your, your, your driver's license and you have to go through the whole, like, I yeah, got to right. find my oh, birth certificate and all that kind of crap. You have to go down to the, uh, the whatever the 
your local thing where you go register your anyway you get it yeah, the DMV. We DMV. say the DMV because Australians translate automatically. Yeah, great. Yeah, and yeah. Americans know we're, we're really good. About. And but they don't have a clue what mm. the RACV is or whatever the thing is. <laughs> Neither do you, apparently. Yeah, it's the wrong thing. But whatever. The the U- Vic Roads. The UAI. Um, I think that the <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking of the United Arab Emirates. That's not where we get. That's not where we get our uh-huh. driver's license. In oh. fact, many people can't get their driver's license there. So. Got to go down to the UAE to <laughs> renew my my boat license. Abu Dhabi. Um, for me, the scariest thing in the old movie was the low quality of the guy's stand-up set on Carson or whatever he was doing. Oh my god! I... Oh, is there? I, I yeah, there's no a stand-up comedy set that is bafflingly bad. Yeah, well, and like, they... and it goes really well for him in the thing. We're supposed to think, oh wow, that guy's at the top of his game. <laughs> oh, interesting. It is the worst. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, okay but so so you guys are. Both stand-up comedians. Yeah, more if, or less. If if you were not a stand-up comic, would you think it was good? No, okay. there is no way. Yeah, I think it's like it's that classic, like in a, in a film where you was like, you know, somebody kind of goes, and then I said, look at that beard on that woman, like that kind of thing, <laughs> and then everybody laughs. But it's like that, but with multiple wait, wait, lines. Wait. But imagine yeah. a beard on a woman. <laughs> See, <laughs> pretty good. Oh yeah, it's working for me. Yeah. yeah. His his speaking of beards, just quickly. When you are watching the It movie, watch out for Nick Mason's cameo. Make a little yeah. cameo. Yeah. Yeah. There is a, like, I've got, I want to say a 30-foot statue of Nick Mason yeah. in yeah. the movie, it's, which yeah. I thought was a really nice of them to do that, that for was you. nice. Yeah. yeah. Real they, actually per, they actually personalize it live for, for one person. Wow. One lucky in winner cinema. in every screening. It's a, <laughs> That's beautiful. It's a statue of them in the town square. Um, yeah. So because you know how, like, when, it, when a doctor watches a movie about medicine and they go, oh, that's inaccurate, that makes yeah. no sense, or what yeah. have you. So you're saying just, just as... A layman would be like, "That's a that's a terrible standard." This would be setting. like if you yeah. watched a, do- a movie about medicine and the person comes into the operating theater and the doctor is hitting them with a hammer. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I I actually would love to to find a, a way to like play it. Like, I guess this is a YouTube video you can make to play it and then try to build from those pieces that, that, that they show you what the whole stand-up yeah, set would right. be so that it would make sense. Yeah. Because he is getting huge laughs yep. from like a studio audience, which aren't known for being the like the easiest. The, the, yeah, the easiest crowds either, with lines that make near to no sense. So you don't see the whole thing, you just see snippets. Okay, yeah, you just see yeah, you just see All a little like minute snippet. And that's sort of a, that's the uh, that's the aged Seth right. Green in that movie. And in, in the movie, in, in the modern version, instead of that we get little snippets, which I quite like, little snippets of some sort of child's show which mm. implied that that it was telling people to jump down in the sewers and meet yeah. their death that was that's fun creepy yeah. that was super fun i thought yeah, yeah. that's fun it's a nice yeah. addition that also pennywise also controls the tv networks yeah. he controls the media well, he hacked in yeah he hacked oh, in oh okay yeah you've Quite laid possibly you've laid the some groundwork frame. okay that's yeah. pretty good all right all right have we talked about it enough i think we have we've talked right. about it enough <laughs> you tell me let's go to our next seg- segment the famous segment what we read and what we're going to read and then we pause and then James inserts a theme song. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? And we've heard the theme song, and it's been a delight. Thank Unless you, he forgets. Wow. Yeah. Round of so, so in this, in our famous segment, uh, we uh, do you guys have anything you've been watching or reading or listening to that you'd recommend? Oh, you guys all have like cool things. I've been listening to the uh, Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History podcast. Oh, yes. He's been talking a lot about uh, civil rights and uh-huh. it's very interesting mm. and uh, makes you 
Makes you feel feel bad about a lot of lot of stuff in the old history. Well, that sounds unpleasant. Yeah. I'm not going to listen to it. Okay. No, I, 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 it's, it's, it's amazing. Also, he's okay. got a funny voice. Does he really? I've yeah, he really sounds like he takes himself seriously. I oh, love I it. I see, right. Yeah. Mm, mm. Um, but yeah. That, he's yeah, all about 10,000 hours of something, right? Uh, yeah, that was, that, was, that was his big thing. And Alistair and I reference that a lot. Because yeah. we only have about two references that we know. And yeah, we use yeah, them constantly. Yeah, yeah, it's that and the Buddha. How much, <laughs> how much time is 10,000 hours? Um, well, I... oh, look, it's 10,000 yes. of a unit of time. That we call an hour. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. familiar with hours. I guess as it's a, like as a concept, it's like ten yeah. hours a day for about five hundred days. <laughs> I think. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I'm not sure. So exactly. it's the, the movie Five Hundred Days of Summer is based it's, on that. Yeah. Based on that book. Uh, no, it's okay. it's Five Hundred Days of Summer uh, multiplied by twenty seven hours. Oh. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so yeah. Meet it's, Zoe it's, Deschanel. Cut your arm off. You yeah. Know? Exactly. And then uh, and then get broken up with by a boulder something like okay, that i, I love know. it I didn't quite um nice. i look i almost exclusively at the moment just watch stand up because i feel like it's the only way i can uh i can hide away like like just get you know half an hour or whatever so yep. I, I watched i watched the the, the stand-ups on netflix there's a lot there's like for a while there was like one a week right there was a there was a new one every week yeah and it, they're, they're still doing pretty much that because they just have such a back back catalog but the uh the other thing that I've been listening to a lot of is um, uh, my friend, uh, internet celebrity Beck Petraeus. Oh yes, and uh, and uh, and and our other friend Jack Drews's podcast, the Friendship Mates. Friendship Mates, right? And it's a it's a it's a problem solving podcast uh, where they they they'll answer questions and give advice. Uh, you know, whatever uh, whatever advice you need answered. There you go, and it's that, recorded that is, in this very studio. It is recorded in this very studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm probably absorbing some residual ass warmth from one or both of them. Probably both. Yeah, yeah, yeah both. Like they, they they share one cheek each <laughs> on, right. on the seat. <laughs> on one seat. That's, yeah. that's how 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 good a pe- person they are. How, how yeah. connected they are. How close they are. They're very connected through asses. Yeah. Through their asses. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, speak, what have speak, you been listening speaking to? Speaking of Netflix, uh, the new season of BoJack Horseman is out. Oh. Is out today. So uh, I stopped watching after the second season. Why did you do that? How Too is depressing? the third season? Yeah, it was pretty. It was. Making it's also sad. depressing. It was yeah. like the, the end of the second season. It was beautiful. There was this amazing scene with him driving on the boat back to that's right, yeah. town. I was like, that is so beautiful, but I can't watch this anymore. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Do you think you'll get back into it? No. I, I don't yeah. look back. I read. I will read, read the synopsis on Wikipedia, yeah. and that'll be enough for me. Look, I'll watch. I'll watch a couple of episodes of this new one, and I'll get back to you. I mean, he's due for a. They're all due for a a, a lift, a, a lift of some sort, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> something's got to come good. Yeah, I think so. That's true. Yeah. Uh, he's going to lose an arm. Oh man, <laughs> oh, uh, a wing. Yeah, it's is, a reference to our podcast. Is he a is he a Pegasus? He's he's a Pegasi. No, oh. I haven't seen any Bojack. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's been fun. It's Will Arnett. As the yeah. voice of Bojack. Yeah, right. It's yeah, good. Yeah. It is, it, it, the first two seasons were amazing. Yeah. All I know about it is that the writer of Bojack Horseman at one point did, went on some kind of Twitter like story. You know, people go into their, yeah. they start writing stories. And he was talking about, it was a big story about how Marge Simpson doesn't have any friends. Okay. Yeah. And he was just looking at, like, looking at the Simpsons and, and so that she's, she's dedicated entirely to her family. Like, look, he's managed to make the Simpsons sad. <laughs> see, see what he's done? Yeah. He's taken right. a cartoon series that everyone likes mm-hmm. and then made it unwatchably sad. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> it's yeah, season two all signature over again. Move. Good work. Yeah. yeah. So, Raphael Bob Waxberg or Bob whatever Waxberg. your name is. Mm. Yeah, good. It's a, it's a yeah. I'll yeah, love. awesome. Yeah, yeah, get into that. Mm. Yeah. 
All right, we got another segment. We got one more segment. Oh yeah, great. great. It's called letters, and what we do. I don't know if you've ever you're oh, aware. Oh, yeah. Uh, James refuses to edit in the letters theme every week. He's done with themes at this point, so I have to That's play. It, I have to play it from my phone. And now, is it him singing that theme? Uh, because it sounds a bit like it could be his voice. You probably haven't even no, heard it because it, you know, I, letters, no, I have to play it live. Well, so letters, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's someone from the it. internet. Oh wow, because yeah. it, it sounds <laughs> they've they've sung it in James's voice. I feel yeah. like, mm. which I think is a really nice touch of that, mm, like a chameleon but for voice. But anyway, so normally I have, I have some time pressure to do that. James is on my back about it. But now I can take all the time I need. Just, yeah. Just so really, we'll, we'll just sit really here in silence. silence. Yeah. So okay, you can do good. this in comfort. Okay. We, have, we have really we low expectations I'm on, I'm on 4G, for you. guys, so it should, should go fairly briskly. Let's see what happens. It's thinking. I've clicked it. Oh, this is going to be so good when it happens. Really? The classic one was, oh, letters, oh, letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a day away. We're going to hear right now, we're going to do letters. That's really great. <laughs> and I love that you play it from YouTube. <laughs> like, yeah, <right. laughs> yeah. So if I have no connection, I'm, uh, I'm rather stuck. Yeah, that's uh, great. You should get it on, you should put it up on Spotify so that you can download it onto your yeah, phone. Yeah, that would be a good, you know, a really good point. Like yeah. And then you can also get listens, you know, and that'll probably start bringing in some, yeah. some nice I sweet pennies. I should be pennies. clear, uh, we're all on, thanks to uh, Claire from Planet Broadcasting, we're all on Spotify. We don't get any money for that. Oh, I was wondering. No, never. Okay, we'll, well, we'll that's never good get to know. <laughs> we'll never get any money. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this is from Julio Vargas. You can, If you want to email in, you can email weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. If you want to say hi, you can also say hi on Twitter, if you'd like. This is from Julio Vargas. Uh, he's from Puerto Rico, and he just cool. saw it. He says, the best remake he's ever seen. Wow. Would you agree, guys? Uh, I mean, oh, fuck, it was putting me on the spot. I had to think of other remakes. That's right. That I'll seen. finish the rest of the letter. Uh, great acting, great visuals, and tone. Visual effects, not so much, he says. Unfortunately, he had to see it dubbed in Spanish, so he might have lost some of the essence of the film. Do you guys enjoy dubbed films, or do you, would you rather see it in the original language? Um, Double sub, babies. I, I, would, I would probably... I'm a sub guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if it's like anime, I like it. I like just hearing that in English, because yeah. I just, you know, <laughs> I just want to watch it. I don't know. There's some... I, f- I think maybe now... Uh, dubs are better, but yeah. there's some there's some stuff that I saw like there's a lot of anime from like the 80s and the 90s, which mm. is considered you know classics like Akira and Ghost in the Shell and these kind yeah. of things. Where I saw it at the time dubbed, and going back to it, I'm like, this is the, some of the worst dubbing I've ever heard yeah, in right. my life. It's just so clunky, and it's so they've had to squeeze in. They they have they've just the, clearly directly translated and right. just squeezed it in wherever they could find it and so it's really weirdly placed well, and but mostly like like a lot of anime the mouths are just sort of flapping holes right yeah yeah so yeah. like it doesn't really matter that much you just yeah, try and say I, something yeah, while I the hole flaps but it's also kind of like it's kind of a lot of the time the acting is kind of you know flat because it was just like a it was yeah, a job right, at the time just reading like, it okay out. say the lines and get out kind of thing we got mm. we got more to do we got Voltron to do in a minute so if you could just it's crazy to think they're still making anime. <laughs> like, like they're still making it, right? Like, yeah, there's a, it's this whole like universe yeah. of content that that I I'm not even touching, and there's there's more than I could ever. They're yeah. probably making more th- every year that I could watch in my life. That's true. Look, if I can give you one recommendation, I'm not an anime guy at all, but one yeah. thing I really enjoyed. Uh, it's called One Punch Man, and it's oh, about I've a super. About it's about a superhero who trains so hard that now he's completely unbeatable, and now he's really depressed. 
Oh, wow. Because he's unbeatable. Uh, it's kind of like the Bojack Horseman yeah. of, of Kung Fu But anime. does his depression make him sort of put on weight and spend a lot of time at home and lose his tone so that he becomes beatable again? No, that never happens. Oh. He's just he's, he's reached a peak and, the, and it's sort of flip the switch <sighs> and he'll never that, not be a pe- at, at that, peak. That's not true. There's no peak you can reach <laughs> beyond which you can't then continue to destroy your body through neglect. Now, luckily, he's going to age... Yep. And he's going to start getting beaten, and then he's going to become happy again once he starts getting the That's shit kicked true. out of him. That's very true. You're right. Mm. Beat the happy mm. into him. I is it? There's so much anime out there. Is anime going to be the next like comic books? Because at the moment, comic books are like everyone was like, "Oh my god!" There's this enormous resource of amazing stories that everybody loves. Let's turn some of them into films, and now that's every film. So yeah. is anime going to be the next one? We're, of those? we're sort of we're sort of heading into that, but reactions so far have been mixed to poor. Right. Like yeah. uh, there was a Ghost in the Shell American Which I didn't remake. See. Well, that had Scarlett Johansson as. Uh, Major Matoko Kusanagi. So, <laughs> interesting. So that was an interesting twist. Yeah. They, they sort of tried to get around it. They were like, okay, she was originally Japanese, and then they put her into the uh, a Scarlett Johansson <laughs> robot body. So they, they were like, we'll yeah, put a little right. twist, and nobody will nobody will mind. It'll oh, you got us. Good yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they they also there was an anime. There's an anime called Death Note, which was recently released, like an American mm. version on yeah, right. Netflix. Oh, I, I've seen the picture of that. Yeah, people opinions are mixed on that, but there's always a there's always some. The the issue is often that it's it's Japanese characters mm. and they port them over to America and they just put they just whitewash the whole cast mm. and there's there's always some issues there. So, but there were there were there were quite a few comic book movies, you know, sort of bubbling away before this latest thing hit, right? So yep. I, it'll probably be the same thing. With someone someone will get one right. And yeah, then finally, it'll be, yeah, yeah. On for young and old. Yes. It's kind of like communism, you know. It's just until it's not until somebody you see somebody do it right that people will start believing in it. That's very yeah. true. And yeah. we're big communists here on uh, yeah on, on the weekly. Well, planet. this is this, is, this yeah <laughs> absolutely. We're sorry, this... sorry, James, but this is now a communist <laughs> podcast. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's right. Look, in your want... absence, there's yeah. been a coup. Yeah. I just want I just <laughs> to want each you to know... movement watch according to his needs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but you know. Just, just for for James's peace of mind, I want you to know that this is a standalone podcast, and it's not affecting the narrative of all the other weekly That's very pod- true, planet yeah. podcasts. Yeah, uh, here's here's one of those for uh, for Harry's five blades good, two blades bad. Very nice. Yeah, good work, <laughs> good work there. <laughs> uh, let me see. I'll find a. I'll, uh, usually, James finds some. Look, it doesn't matter. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna find some find a couple more letters. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, and and, and these puzzles will be. Presumably left in. Doubled. Yeah, yeah, yeah doubled right. double sometimes. <laughs> uh, this is from Flaming Wolf. Mm. He's emailed in. Uh, what do you think about J- uh, John Krasinski as a Green Lantern? Oh. John Krasinski is Jim Halpert on The Office. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, as the superhero Green Lantern. He's bigger than you'd think. Now, now, will will this be their third crack at Green Lantern? Uh, this will be... This will be the second crack. Okay, right. Because there was a standalone with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was awful. <clears throat> My they- f- Sorry. Well, I was going to say my favorite part of that movie. There's a scene where he uses a giant green fist to punch like just a random dude into space, and he never comes back. <laughs> like he's just fighting some thugs in an like some 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 drunk guys in a like a car park, and he just wow. punch, he accidentally punches one with a green fist, and he never comes down. So we assume he went to space. And his guy's, head exploded. Yeah, head exploded in space. Vacuum. And yeah. the second one was the Gondry one. Was that with Seth Rogen? Oh yeah, the, uh, that's Green Hornet. Oh okay, I yeah, apologize. You, what you a idiot. fool! That's a classic uh, guest on the Weekly Planet mistake. What a faux pas! He, lay, he lays that trap every, <laughs> every single time. time. That's right. And people fall yeah. into it. I saw it. I saw yeah. that trap. I was like, that's I see right. what you're doing Can't there, Mason. You you're bringing up the ga- the green films. Mm. Good sidestep. Yeah, the Green Mile is that one of them? Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, Andy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
love that movie. Um, uh, I look. How do I feel about that? Yep. You I, don't have to feel anything. You can feel nothing. I, okay. I think it's really interesting to have that guy play a superhero. Yeah. Okay. So that's my opinion. Yeah. And Al- uh, look, I have no opinion. I didn't get a chance to watch uh, to watch The Office or this news. That's okay. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Does the Green Lantern? Do you picture him to be a really athletic, toned? You know, do you? What's what's the picture well, of the, the icon, iconic? Well, the green icon, lantern the iconic Green Lantern is a guy called Hal Jordan, who was a, like a like a like a plane test pilot, and he was he's, he's like a fearless like ex ex yeah, Air right. Force man. So, but well, here's the thing: they, like, yeah. I think I think uh, John Krasinski can, could achieve that look because he's big and he's broad. And like, if you don't give him such a dopey haircut, yeah, yeah. is he going to look at the camera a lot? That's what I want to know. We're going to see him react yeah. to it, like whenever the uh, the bad guy makes some kind of a snarky joke about the fate of humanity. Yeah, is is he going to then look at the camera and there's going to be a if, pause? Yeah, mm. a lot of green pranks around yeah. the office. <laughs> <laughs> just a green, just a some sort of green laser turret in the in the photocopier. Pranks, pranks, love it. Yeah. Hmm. What sort of a what sort of a system do you have these uh these uh, letters filed just, just, under? Just, just random. Just the email Gmail, inbox. Just in Gmail. Yeah. 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 Great. Yeah. What are you using? You using inbox or are you using Gmail? Using Gmail app. Yeah. Gmail app. Just the regular app. That's the one I use. Yeah. I'm I'm on the inbox app now. I think it's better. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Just a little bit of a cleaner interface. A little bit easier. Is it? Is it also made by Google? Yeah, it's Google. It's their thing as well. So, like, well, I'm, I'm still oh. within the Google universe. Right. Yeah, right. Can I just transfer over my, my Gmails too? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't Should even I do have it to now? transfer it. I'll, I'll do it now. Yeah, okay. okay right, I'll talk you through it. Just install the app. Okay. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, are, they, are they mostly just obscene photographs of Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Do, do you well, this get one says 10 bits. lusty ways of getting a groove back. It might be spam. <laughs> no. Lusty ways. Yeah. You know, that's a sin, lust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but getting your groove back uh-huh. is a virtue. Yeah, that's so, true. It's very true. So, you know, I guess it's 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 about, you know, you got to travel through mud in order to get to, through to uh, mm. I don't know, what's something oh, that's better question. than mud. Great. This is from Joshua Taylor from the UK. Wants to know, uh, he watched a movie called... Uh, origin of evil which is set in the 60s and filmed like it's in the 60s so the pictures has like flicker spots and like it has the technique yeah, what do you right. think is that an, as an idea do you think do you think more films could use this technique depending on the era they're set in i i i think i think that is a a bad idea i, I <laughs> that just that just brings to mind like the early 2000s when people were making student films and they would yep. use that iMovie yeah, filter right. thing that made it look like an old movie with those lines that yeah, go across right. the screen and that sepia uh-huh. tone. And it, it just like, I've, I've made those movies. It, 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 it feels like a bad idea to me. Yeah, I think, look, I think it's a, it's a great desire, mm. but I think it's going to make films hugely more expensive because film is super, exp- yeah, is super true, expensive yeah. and, and, and you... It's not as easy to edit and all that kind of garbage. But have they made it for real on the old film stock, or have they just made it digitally? I and think then... they've made it digitally. Yeah, this is this oh, is right. a this is a of Evil is like a I think it's like a like a found footage horror film. Yeah, so I think it'd be. Oh, right. it's all after it's all Adobe Premiere and adding in the. 
Okay, right. Yeah, I thought you were saying that they, they, they like they found old cameras as well and they went and filmed it in like 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 it was the exact same technology. Which, which they were I respect. Using in the I think 60s. that's yeah. really cool. Sometimes that's been done like um the, the T V series Firefly. A lot of that was filmed on sort of old seventies camera because it was meant to be like a Western in space. Yeah, right. So they were like they had to get sort of older cameras that would you could get lens like a real lens flare and stuff like that because modern cameras would just you know too good. Too good. It'd yeah. be great if they also got the old cameramen, right, and dragged yeah, them right. out and all these people <laughs> in yeah. wheelchairs sort of rolling around. Oh, yeah, and if, losing... they got, and if they got those kind of old movie-making sensibilities that made all the old movies so bad and why we don't want yeah, to watch yeah, them. Yeah, right. That <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Bring yeah. out all of that They stuff. could just say their opinions at yeah. any moment and they yeah. have to put it in the film. Well, see, I, I've often had this thought about... We we spoke about uh, Tarantino's death proof, you know, earlier in the mm-hmm. show that he made what was ostensibly like a nineteen seventies kind of grindhouse exploitation film, yeah, and it was kind of and it was like, and it was you know and it, and it was meant to appear like a film from that era, but he put in the digital grain and all that sort of stuff, mm. and it was also he made it on a multi 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 million dollar budget, yeah, which I feel like I would much prefer to have him make. A movie like make him like a you know how there's like a sh- like a Sharknado or a Mega Shark versus mm. Giant Octopus kind of thing. I'd give him a million bucks and say, "What can you make with this kind of thing?" Yeah, you know, you know that would I mean? be that would be beautiful. Yeah, because yeah. like to to see him like scrimping is that, is that what you have to do? Yeah, yeah, scrimping. But I think yeah. I feel like you would have to pay him a lot of money to get him to scrimp. <laughs> right, exactly. Right? Yeah. I think he's, <laughs> yeah, here's a hundred million dollars. You may use one of it. For the, <laughs> film. Make the, the rest you can keep. I no cheating. There should be more challenging directors. Yeah, I agree. Like, just like, here, you have a week to make yeah, a right. film with a yep. million dollars. Mm-hmm. You can use whoever you can afford for that money. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you got to use... Uh, you got to use an old Hagrid the Horrible cartoons <laughs> storylines. Well, so all we could have, oh, that includes to being able to afford the rights yeah. of, uh, yeah. yeah, Hagar the Horrible. Hagar, Hagar the Horrible, yeah. Hagar the Horrible. Sorry, Hagrid the Horrible <laughs> is that Crossover. version in Harry Potter films. Mm, so it's yeah. in their newspapers. A movie that I saw that was made in that way was the movie No, which was about the uh, the democracy campaign in Chile in like the 70s and it was all done <laughs> it was actually filmed with old VHS things and it just has come back to my mind and that was actually really cool so I liked that one mm. so maybe I've changed my mind is there anybody in like a flying suit of armor or like a, like a... Yeah. yeah but it's a 70s flying suit of armor oh, so. I'm not interested oh, oh, yeah. no, no, no thank you <laughs> No, it's not like the sort of the squirrel suits of these days. Like back in those days, they used to make it out of like uh, chainmail. Chainmail. <laughs> the seventies. What are they? What's the fabric in the seventies? Chainmail. The Black Plague. They used to make it out of the Black, the Black Plague. Plague and racism. Yeah, pretty good. Oh, imagine something made out of the Black Plague and racism. That doesn't sound very good. Yeah. It sounds like a mm. horrible thing. Yeah. Anyway, that's the show for this week, I think. <laughs> nice. Guys, thanks for having thanks for being on the show. Oh, and, thank and you so much. Put it together. It was a real pleasure. Yeah. And it was... What are you what are you guys what are you guys up to? What do you guys want to plug? Tell me about some stuff. I'll tell you what I'd like to plug. I'd like to plug our podcast too in the think tank. Oh, my which is gonna have a very special guest very, very soon. Very soon. And, uh, yeah. Uh, some of the I think you'll know. like them. Yeah. Ooh. It's it's Nick Mason. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you're wrong. I don't like it. Oh, no. That's that was... why I do all of this, because I don't like myself. Well, it's nice to keep talking just to keep yourself out of your head. That's that was a really true, yeah. it-level amount of suspense that we had just then. Alistair was yeah. like, who's it going to be? It's a killer clown. Here yeah. he is. Here he Look is. at him. Yeah. And he's who's great. it going to be? It's Nick Mason. He actually appears in the movie It, so it's nice to kind of yeah, have right, that yeah. tie-in. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, that's basically what we'd like to plug, I think. Nice. Um, you got any yeah. dates? Yeah. Tour, tour, well, tour and dates? As, as part of the Fringe Festival, as yeah. part of the Melbourne Fringe Festival, so anybody in Melbourne, I'm uh, me and Matt Stewart from Do Go On. Yeah, he's s- been on this podcast and I've been on his podcast. Well, God, are you hobnobbers. And he's been on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you hobbing knobs, left, right and centre. <laughs> right. Can't stop hobbing them. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a show at Melbourne Fringe uh, f- from the 13th to the 20th. Mm-hmm. Uh, in North Melbourne, and it is called Al and Matt Go Havies. Very nice. And we're just splitting an hour stand-up and, Very and nice. talking to each other as can well. I, can I, uh, this is highly unorthodox, but can I plug my wife's show at the Fringe <laughs> yes. Festival? <laughs> yes, you may. She's doing a show called Pea Stick, which is a really, really funny one-woman musical play mm. that she has written and is performing. There you go. Yes. Mm. What about you, Nick? Do you have anything you want to plug? Nah. Nothing? I don't think so. Oh, that's Carly Milroy who's doing that I was play, say by it's the Carly way. Milroy. Carly Milroy, yeah. Pea Stick. All right. Very good. You got, you got nothing. Check, check it out on melbournefringe.com.au. A very oh, yes. bad website. <laughs> <laughs> One of the worst websites I've ever encountered. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. We're, uh, we're on uh, planetbcasting.com. You want to you wanna, you wanna check out all the sorts of stuff that's happening? Sign up to our newsletter. If yeah, you want. check you out. Go, you guys, just who, you two in the room. Who writes the newsletter? It's our friend Robert Collins from oh, America. He is great. He's good. It's really every time I look at it, I'm like. Man, this we, we do a lot of stuff on this on this network. He is relentless in how productive and kind and giving to this to this uh, to this industry he's, he's doing. And yeah. Uh, so yeah, check out uh, the Weekly Planet. It's a great podcast. Oh yeah, uh, check out Do Go On and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know Two in the Think Tank and all oh, the yeah. others. Yeah, okay, that's very good. Uh, you guys are on the social medias. Yeah, I'm at. Alistair TB on Twitter. I'm at stupid old Andy, and we are at two in tank. Very good, yeah. very nice. Uh, let's see. I'm at Wikipedia Brown. If you want to contact the show, you can find us on Weekly Planet Pod on Facebook and Gmail and Twitter and Bandcamp. Uh, let's see. If you want to support the show, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Mr Sunday Movies. You can go to the Amazon affiliate link, which I assume James has put in the episode description. You, you click are on doing that. so well. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you click on that. You go through. You buy, buy if you want to buy some stuff at Amazon. If you want to buy the original It or the 1200 page. Mm. Stephen King novel, It. If yeah. you want to get into that, compare and contrast, do all three. Yeah, yeah, do, yeah. do the triple if you want to do that. We get a kickback somehow. I don't know how that works. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. Thank you to The Brute and The Basilisk and Rackham for all our themes. There's t- T-shirts on T-Public. Uh, that's about it, I think. Man, if you don't do podcasts, you should. You are good at that. Oh, thank yeah. you. Uh, that's it, I think. Yeah, pretty, Great. pretty good. Thanks, thanks for stopping by, guys. Oh, thank, thank you for thank having you. us. Thanks, for everybody, having for listening, to subscribing, saying they like it, sending us a nice message on Twitter, on the Gmail. It's all, it's all been great. Yeah, and thank you you know, from us as well. Yeah, you, they, they know you. They, yeah. know you. they know you. You're welcome, they all say. Oh, well, that's nice. Thanks, yeah. guys. Uh, anyway, uh, grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. 
the world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.